Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. All right, you're very welcome to the programme and we're here right through the afternoon. We cover everything that's on uh, live across the county and of course we have live commentary today as well and that one comes into JJ Cabin and Sons Junior Hurling League Championship. It's Group B and it's Round 3 coming to you live from Kilmanagh and that's from Tom Ryle. Uh, GA Grounds out there in Kilmanagh. It's uh, Galmoy against Wine Gap, Nicky Brennan. Yeah, welcome Pat to uh, Kilmana here to beautiful picturesque Tom Royal Park for the meeting of uh, good friends but rivals for the next hour or so, Galmoy and uh, 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 Winegap. And would you believe it, Pat, the game started is already a minute old. They started it on time here and uh, we'll give it to teams in a moment. Jerry will call those out. But already we have a point on the board, a line ball from Conor Drennan, a really well-struck line ball uh, from the 45-metre line, put it over the bar. But right now it is Winegap who are on the attack here, trying to move the ball in danger here uh, for... The, um, oh, this looks like it could be a goal. A lot of pressure on here. Good tackling by the uh, Galmai defence, and they have come out with the volley. We're sitting on a on the 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 balcony up here, maybe a little bit away from the action, but we'll call it back in a minute to uh, to Jerry as they move the ball down the field with number nine Billy Power sending that ball in because it caught in the air. It is with uh, a wing up there, turning left, turning right. I think it is the number eleven and the number eleven. Nile Walsh. Uh, Nile Walsh sends that ball wide, and just when we catch our breath. Jerry, you might just give us the team. Yeah, the Galway team has a lot of changes. Joe Dullard is on goal. James Darcy, Kieran Phelan, and Tom Corcoran is the full back line. The half back line is Connor Grace, Garrod Phelan is centre back, and Brendan Phelan is left half back. Centre field is Frank Phelan and Ryan Murphy, the captain. The half forward line is Oshin Phelan, in the middle, Billy Drennan, and on the right, Connor Drennan. And the full forward line is Brandon Phelan. Callum Lonergan and Sean Phelan. And Sean Phelan appears to be operating as a sweeper in behind the half back line. And that's the Galway team. That's a pint there for James Culleton, I think. Yeah, it is. Over the bar there. Good pack. A ball hit in low in the direction of James Culleton. Uh, he put that ball over the bar. Whether James Culleton or James Power, I'm not sure which of it was. James Culleton will give Culleton, a journey. Yep, has better yep. eyes than me here. Culleton, He's yep. got also a new pair of glasses during the week, so <laughs> that's one good reason why I'm going to uh, go with him. But over on the far side of the field, it is Galway who have the ball. Descended across over to the middle here now. Chance for Galway to pop her over another pint. And a well-worked score there for Galway over the bar. Jerry called that one. That was Conor Drennan took a pa- pass there from Callum Lunner again and put it over the bar off his left. Yeah, Conor Drennan listed at uh, centre-back but playing up in the forward line. So in second point uh, for Conor Drennan, it puts the Galmai uh, lads ahead by two points to one here at picturesque uh, Kilmana here this afternoon. These guys have played before in the uh, championship or in the league or over it was a few years, I think. Jerry might tell us that later on. But they're obviously the best of friends as uh, playing down the field now with Galmai with a spare man in defence. Oh, they've coughed up that ball. That was a... a Sean Phelan lost it. Here now as, James uh, Power. Going up goes to it. Just could be a goal, and it sure is a goal. Buried in the back of the net. A mistake there defensively by Galmai. Jerry, you were punished big time for that one. Yeah, Sean Phelan dropped the ball. Uh, James Power robbed it off and passed it to Jack Dial, and Jack Dial stuck it in from close range. Yeah, yeah, turnover ball there. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big error there by uh, Sean Phelan, dropping the ball and uh, had a chance to actually clear it and really should have. Absolutely. Horik Foley on the ball here now for uh, uh, Winegap. goal and one point to, uh, to two points here in uh, Kilmana as uh, Galmoy tried to get back into the game again. They're over here with the ball, just taking it. Little pass that goes across the field, a high one up in the air. This is this would be an excellent Frank Feeling over the bar. And who's got that one? Frank Feeling. Frank Feeling. That was an excellent point. It seemed a little bit ambitious for a moment there. But he popped it straight over the bar. An excellent point by Frank Feeling. 
uh, making it a three points uh, to uh, one goal and one, one goal and one point. That was a really, really good score for the Galmoy lads. The ball is over the line, but it goes straight out over the line here, just down on our right, and it's going to be a line ball a little bit out further from where Connor pointed this one. This might be expecting a bit much, Jerry, to pop this one over the bar. Yeah, you're between the two centre field flags, two 65 yard lines. Um, the last one was inside the 65, but I'm sure he'll have a go at it. I no doubt he will. Getting ready to take this one now. It's. Uh, just outside the 65 metre line, sends it in. Oh. It's a good one, but, on, but from Galmoy's point of view, they left a spare defender there, sending the ball out the field. And I think that spare defender just might have injured himself in striking that ball, but Galmoy got the ball out. That central defender is Pat Power. He's nursing an injury now. Nobody coming in to mind him here, but a wasteful clearance there by Galmoy. As uh, comes out to field further, it's uh, with uh, Sean Purcell. Sean Purcell sends it uh, to the uh, number 19, uh, James Culleton. James Culleton, who got that early point uh, for Wine Gap down on this side of the field. It's over there now. This would be a good point from an awkward angle. Don't think it's going to make it. It looks as if it's possibly gone wide. It's not even gone wide yet. And uh, just shows you maybe the breeze. So Gal Gap still get the ball. Send it back across. Bit of slack marking on the part of Galmoy there. Gap in for another score. Determined for a score here. Brilliant save by the, uh, by the Galmoy goalkeeper. And they get the ball worked out. That's a really good save uh, by the Galmoy goalkeeper, Joe Dollard. He sends the ball down the field. Chance here for Galmoy to pick up on this ball now. Over on this side of the field. They're going to take a, a shot from distance. And this one could be an excellent Ushin point. Feeling. It is an excellent point over the bar from Ushin Feeling. And... Uh, Good score that Jerry and uh, confidence in that young man popping that over the bar. Yeah, yeah, he's well capable of it. It was a good score from out in the sideline, but a great save there by Joe Duller from Niall Walsh after uh, a bit of slack marking in the defence. Puck out from Wine Gap gone straight out over the sideline. Okay, Jerry is taking the notes for the report later on this evening and uh, it's going to be another line ball this time. Connor Drennan is coming over. It's a lot. It's outside the 20 metre line here <coughs> in uh, Kilmana. Beautiful venue here in uh, Kilmana. We're now on uh, its four points at uh, 2 1 1. This game is all tied here between the friends uh, for many, many years, but rivals now for this hour while the game goes ahead. Conor Drennan getting ready uh, to take this. Lovely crisp strike, sends it in, it's blocked down, and there's a chance here for uh, Galmai in the ball. It's uh, Billy Drennan trying to get this ball. Uh, Get on the ball here. He's been. There's a chance here for Gal Frank Feelan. Really good point there uh, for Galmoy. Sent over the bar by Frank Feelan. And uh, he uh, came in at the start of the game as well. And he's uh, put that ball over the bar. Galmoy will need a few scores because they're obviously playing with the wind, Jerry. Yeah, definitely. Frank has started well. He's just back from Australia there 10 days ago. He was out hurling with Sydney Shamrocks for the summer. And uh, he's two points to his name from midfield. Yeah, we're now gone six minutes here in uh, Kilmanagh <coughs> in this. Uh, Enjoyable game of hurling. We had a cracking game last week as well between uh, St. Lactons and uh, Tullaher in uh, Palmerstown. <coughs> Galmai working very hard, but the ball has gone over the line on the far side of the field, and it's a line ball uh, for the uh, Wine Gap men. Big crowd here in uh, Kilmanagh today, and uh, credit to the Greg Bally Callan Club. All the arrangements are in top class order. Good parking, good stewarding, as you would expect here on this uh, picturesque field here in Tom Ryle Park. Tom Howe would love to uh, be very proud of what's happening here. That ball has gone in and it's sent wide there by James Culleton. At, uh, and I think that's a second wide for um, the Wine Gap men. But what Galmai moving the ball in fast. This is from distance. This would be a terrific point. The umpire is not too sure what the story is. He's gone for the flag anyway. Yep. He's gone yep. for the flag. 
Who got it? Conor Drennan from distance. Conor Drennan from distance, yeah. The, the wine up lads, not too happy maybe about that, but uh, it's gone over the bar. It makes it six points to 1-1. One, one. A very good recovery after by the uh, Galmai men after conceding that goal to Jack Dyle as the ball is pucked out on the wine gap side by Owen Cody. Owen Cody has that ball. Galmai, will they win that ball? They do win the ball. Moving it up the field comes across now to Conor Drennan. He's going to shoot from distance. They just need to, they're going to shoot from that far out the field. They need to make sure there's somebody in around the goal area if they're going to drive it's going to drop short. But it is the wine gap lads who are moving away with uh, this is number uh, 22. Uh, that was Parik Foley cleared out there Parik has been injured for most of the games this is his first start today ok lads we're going to St John's Park and uh, it's uh, Kilmacow against St Patrick's and uh, Rory Williams good evening lads yeah, uh, nice day for hurling pretty strict wind in it Kilmacow have the wind Patrick's have the advantage hurling with a two point lead at the moment about 10, 10 minutes into the game or 5 minutes of the game good lively game a lovely day for the match and uh, we'll see how things develop Alright uh, thanks Rory so uh, Kilmacow uh, playing into the win there against St. Patrick's and a couple of points down back to uh, Tom Royal Park in Kilmana yeah, welcome back here to uh, Tom Ryle Park as uh, referee Richie Holland awards a free in uh, two wine gap for a bit of holding there by uh, one of the uh, Galmoy attackers. This should be a handy pop-over free for him. It's their first close in free here and this is going to be taken, I think, by Niall Walsh has taken this, Jerry, is it? Yeah, Niall Walsh was in great form last week against Emeralds for the for the, the freeze. Um, Jack Dial crossed the ball there and Billy Power ran onto it but he was pulled back by Kieran Phelan and that's the free and Niall Walsh should pop this over. It's only OK, this will make it a one-point game, six points to one two here and we're now gone uh, eight one nine minutes now gone nine minutes here in uh, Tom Royal Park and as those that if, if case you haven't heard it Spain defeated England in the uh, soccer world cup final the women's soccer I noticed there was 13 minutes played the last time I saw 13 minutes in extra time was in a junior F county final last year between Conaghy and Mullinavash I thought I'd never see it in any game again but there you go they had it out today now a poor ball delivered by uh Winding up, trying to hit them, or by uh, Galmoy. But they switched the ball across to the far side of the field. Danger here for uh, Galmoy. But this one is of their own making. This could be another point for the Winding Up lads, and I think it is over the bar. A good point for them. I think it was Jack James Dyle. Power. Who Jack got that? Dyle. Jack, Dyle. Jack Dyle again, was yeah. it? And uh, over the bar again. But again, Jerry, two scores conceded there. That down uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Phelan hit the ball uh, straight to, to Sean Purcell. He crosses their side of the field to Jack Dyle. Jack Dyle won't miss from there. Six points to one three. We're all tied here down in Kilmana. Has over on the far side of the field. Winding up or losing the ball at Richie. Holland has his hand up for a free. He is calling it back. I thought he was going to give the advantage for a moment. It was a free. And uh, Galmoy just a little bit careless there. They're just going to have to avoid giving away handy frees. They will need a couple of points on the board, Jerry, for the second half, given that breeze. It's uh, it's not huge, but at the same time, it's a factor. No, you can see from the flags, it's a, it's a strong enough breeze down there, in fairness, and um, this is a big wide open pitch, so it's going to have a, an influence on proceedings, for sure. Wine Gap now have a chance. They've created a, an opportunity here. The ball goes in low. It's held up in the air. Uh, who's going to get this ball? Galmoy, have they have it under control here? Yes, they have. A nice bit of the defensive play, switching at one side to the other. The ball is sent long this time. No chance of it going to be going to be low. Comes inside. Lovely. This could be a good point for Galmoy. I think no. that's wide. Uh, that's, I think that's their first wide. Wide ball. Game. Brandon feeling. Yeah, yeah, there was a chance there. He just needed to have a little bit more composure. Wine Gap working that ball out. And uh, sometimes these short clearances, not sure if they're very advisable and there's an example of one that's not advisable and it is a turnover ball and it's put over the bar by Billy Drennan and uh, that's what you get
yet. Uh, so what Galmai erred on one end, it happens on the other side uh, with Wanga. Billy Drennan profited uh, from that turnover ball and it makes it seven points to one three. And I suppose that's what you do when you get the chance, you have to take him. Yeah, Pat Power was a bit slow with his clearance there. Billy uh, blocked him and then just tapped it on and uh, knocked it over. Yeah, there. lovely ball Jack over Dyle, on the far huh? side of the field. It is the Wingap lads are on the ball. Danger here now again as they go straight in. There's a chance of a Wingap goal here. Uh, oh, it's gone in, it's gone in. Yes, another goal for Wingap. Niall Walsh. Yeah, Niall Walsh puts that one in the back of the net. And again, uh, just when they got possession, took on the defender and really there was no space inside. Probably a bit of frailty there in the full back line a bit, Jerry. I think today for yeah, the, my definitely. Lads. Jack Dyle crossed a good ball there. Niall Walsh was uh, wasn't being marked by his man. Simple as that. And uh, gave Joe Duller. Joe Duller tried hard to block it, but uh, it he went in. Now wind up getting a little bit of pressure on now. Sean Porcelly, under 21 star from last year, big man. Had got a few runs with Kenny. The ball is sent down the field further uh, by Sean Power into the far corner here. They're stretching this very well. Big field here is uh, Kilmana straight across to the this side of the field. It's uh, Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle trying to get the ball. It should be a Galmai ball moving down into the corner Brendan to get it. Is, uh, yeah. is that Tom Corker? Brendan Feeling. Brendan Feeling. You'd know all your own lads now because it's not easy to see them here from the distance. Right? But there's a chance here now for uh, Wynga playing the ball a little bit low. Not sure if it's the wisest thing. They have lost possession. That was an illegal sure. hand pass and a free out by Richie Holland. Even from the distance we're at here, we could see it was a, an illegal hand pass. Uh, lads, the scoreline, uh, Moonkind 2-4, Young Ireland's two points. Ten minutes gone. Okay. Okay, thanks Pat. Uh, Tom O'Hanlon there might be tied up doing Facebook duty, but we'll see. Pat, I'm sure we'll get a word with him later on as this game uh, progresses. A uh, free for the Galmai lads inside their own uh, 45 metre line. Taken by uh, Billy Drennan, I think. Ball is sent in long and it looks if it's not going to beat the target. It's not, it's another wide for the Galmai lads. It was worth going for the score. A quick puck out uh, from the Wine Gap lads. Again, they uh, pick up uh, Sean Power. He sends the ball down into the far corner. And this is the danger area for the uh, Galmai lads. Inside the uh, Wine Gap get possession again, moving in on the end line, sending the ball across. Uh, but uh, frail to hold that was uh, Jack Dial. But it is back out again to the number 17 for Galmai or for Wingap, that's uh, Darroche. Darroche sends the ball in and uh, over the bar. Who got that, Jerry? That was Jack Dylek. Huge clever ball by Darroche. He had slipped into the corner, yeah. uh, got the return pass from uh, Darroche and popped that one uh, over the bar. That makes it uh, seven points for Galmai, two goals and four points. It's a three-point lead for the uh, Wingap men and uh, they are uh, worthy of that lead here in Kilmana oh Ooh, a tough belt there that could be uh, Richie Holland it's a yellow card taking out a, <coughs> taking out a piece of paper here and is going to be speaking to uh, one of the uh, Galmai players or uh, one of the wind up players I should say a bit of a rather robust tackle this should be a, a simple enough tap over ball for uh, Billy Drennan yes the yellow card there for that's it, Emmett, Emmett yeah, Landy. Emmett, uh, Emmett Landy wasn't a dirty too. tackle, but uh, just uh, maybe slightly late. Just uh, a little bit, a little bit robo over robust. On, on yeah, Ryan that's Murphy. Fair enough. On uh, Ryan Murphy, yeah. Billy Drennan now, this one is halfway between the uh, 20 metre line and the 45 metre line. It's uh, a handy enough ball that's well within uh, Billy's compass to put this one over the bar and uh, bring the margin back to two points. And that makes it eight points to two goals and four points. That's a ten point away, two point margin as uh, Galmai. Close the gap a little bit, but they need to step it up further down the field. Up they go for it in the air. Brilliantly won in the air uh, by, uh, by Galmai, but they lose possession again. They're just going to have to hold on to that possession. OK, lads, uh, we're going down to Park in the Shamrogue. It's Moonkine against Young Ireland's uh, John Brennan, Moonkine getting a good start. 
very good start, Pat. Uh, two five to two pints at the moment. They have a strong breeze. Pat Wells is running right at full forward. You're two one from play scored already. All right. So it's a case of getting the ball into him from Unkine and. Uh... Well, there's another one, another pint from Unkine. Two six to two. All right, John. And what's gone in that? About t- twelve minutes. I'll say about seventeen. I think it starts about two minutes early. Okay. All right. Thanks, John. So uh, that's uh, two five to two points. Seventeen minutes gone. Moonkine in the lead, playing with the wind. Pa Welsh going, uh, doing all the damage. Back to you, lads. Yep. Yeah, just as you come back to us, uh, Conor Drennan pointed for uh, the uh, Galway men about Niall Walsh has uh, returned the compliment with a point for the wind-up lads. Two goals and five points uh, to nine points here in uh, Tom Ryle Park in Kilmanagh. And uh, Galmai need to steady up their defence. Another chance for Niall uh, Welsh, but the ball is uh, blocked. And uh, Galmai trying to get the ball out, just taking a little bit out of it at times, a little bit careless in their defence. That should be a Galmai ball to clear over on the far side of the field. But the referee says there was holding inside. Jack Dyle was being held, and that's going to be <coughs> a free-in for the uh, wind-up men. And... Uh, can't give away those frees, Jerry. They're too soft. No, no, our defence are uh, some of them are at sixes and sevens there. Niall Walsh is uh, really doing what he likes in there. He's roaming around the place, and um, we're uh, after getting caught for a free there now. And Niall Walsh is right in front of the goal, about uh, 40 metres out. He shouldn't have any problem with this. Yeah, this one should be a simple top over ball to make it 2 6 to 9 points, sending it back to a three point margin here between the uh, the good friends, but rivals, as I said, for this afternoon. About straight in front of the post, just. Uh, about 40 metres out this is a very simple tap over ball for Niall Walsh he makes no mistake sends that one over the bar and it makes the score two goals and six points to Wingap Dalmoy nine points and uh, those uh, scores those scores for um, Wingap those goals are obviously proven crucial again the ball poked out into the middle of the field again Wingap win that possession rather easily from Billy Power and they're now moving through got a one-handed swipe on the ball but again they're just sharper to the ball as they move it in danger here again for the Galmai lads they need to move out faster to the ball and uh, good interception there uh, by Galmai they did very well in the circumstances because it did look as if uh, Weingap had the overlap now it's the referee has called playback Weingap were breaking through on the far side of the field and uh, it's going to be called back for a free two OK lads we're going to St John's Park and uh, St Patrick's Ballyragget again Kill Macau and Rory Williams. Yeah, sorry, the scoreline currently is one fight for St. Patrick's, two points to Kill Macau. Kill Macau begin to inch into the game all right with a well taken goal by Keane Dartney. Uh, two minutes go into the game against St. Patrick's. Uh, good, a good lead against against the wind, which is probably a fourth, six point wind. Uh, but we'll see the game's developing. Kill Macau coming back into it. Okay, thanks, Rory. So uh, St. Patrick's Ballyragget in control, one five to two points. Back to Tom Ryle Park. And as uh, you come back to me, Billy Drennan has just popped another free over the bar for the Galmai lads. But uh, Weingap are switching the play to left to right to very good effect. It must be said, stretching the uh, the Galmai defence and they're in ch- chance for another score here now. This could very well be another goal. Good block by the defence, but the ball has gone back out uh, to the midfielder for uh, Weingap. That's uh, Sean Power. Sean Power sends that ball in and uh, sends it over the bar. I think to Sean Power. No, that was Nile Walsh Nile there. Walsh again, um, was it? We were lucky it could have been a goal only for James. Uh, Brendan Feeling got his hurley to a James Power attempt. Um, yeah, Weingap are really switching the ball, uh, crisscrossing the ball, playing some beautiful yeah. hurling. 2 7, uh, 2 10 points at this stage. We are now gone in the game here. We're now gone almost 20 minutes here uh, in Tom Ryle Park. There's another free in for Weingap. 
No, sorry for Galmai it is this time. Referee Richie Holland puts up the hand and says it's a free for Galmai which should be a handy tap over from uh, Billy Drennan. But I think the wind gap, uh, the forwards, the way they're moving the ball around is really stretching the Galmai defence and uh, putting them under pressure. Yes, they're playing with confidence and they actually uh, all know each time when there's someone at the ball at this side uh, that there's two men gone at the far side and uh, our defence has really been stretched at the moment, all right. Big time, Billy Drennan now with the... Uh, put that one over the bar. It makes it uh, two goals and seven points, uh, two 11 points. It's a two-point game, but again, Weingap are breaking through here uh, with the number eight, Sean Power. But, but Galmai, good defence there by Galmai, but they need to get moving out again as uh, it, this is a chance for Galmai to win a ball here. They just need to get into the Conor Drennan trying to get that ball along with uh, Sean Phelan. Over on the far side, Galmai failed to get the ball. The ball is sent out over the line by Weingap, so it's going to be a line ball for Galmai over on the far side of the field. We're heading into the last uh, 10 minutes of the, sec- of the first half. Galmai will need to add to that tally. The, bar- the wind is uh, stiff enough. It is a factor, and uh, Weingap will have it in the second half. Over on the far side of the field, it is a uh, Galmai line ball. Players a bit static, they need to be moving for the ball and it is sent down the field, a chance for Billy Drennan to get the ball. He hasn't got it yet, but he will have it in a moment. He sends the ball across to Frank uh, one of his colleague, to Frank Phelan. Frank Phelan should tap this one over the bar, yep. he does. And a good point uh, for Galmai from uh, Frank Phelan, set up there by Billy Drennan. Good play by uh, Billy Drennan to uh, send spot Frank Phelan and uh, he sends that one over the bar to make it a one-point game. Two goals and seven points, two 12 points. Nice uh, nice bit of response there uh, from the Galmai lads, the last two points, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, look, at they're keeping in touch. Uh, Conor Grace is going okay on the half-back line, clearing a few ball, um, but we need to really tighten up in defence. Yeah, we go and this, again. Is, this is where the trouble starts now. Galmai trying to break the ball through again. Wine gap. A bit of a chamozzle here. Can Weingap win this ball because they're threatening goal each time they get the ball? Galmai trying to bring the ball out, but it is Weingap who have possession, moving back out the field. A shot that's well blocked. This should be a Galmai ball to clear. It's cleared over on James the Darcy, far yeah. side of the field with the right corner back. That's James Darcy. And uh, Galmai are now moving the ball up the field well. Good play there by the defence. They might get some confidence from that inside as uh, Galmai try to get the ball in to on the far side of the field it's uh, with Brandon Phelan but he fails to get the ball there's a chance now for Galmai Galmai now with nice flick in here this is a chance for Billy Drennan to Conor Drennan Conor Drennan is out at a bit of an angle he uh, again but this one is oh it's a chance here for Galmai a nice little Sugar. flick away one handed flick uh, off the stick of uh, referee is a late uh, tackle there in Callum yeah, I think it was a late tackle yeah was. not sure if the ref called the playback he has called he has, the playback yeah. a bit of a late tackle there um, it's a free but a penalty Jerry what do you think hard to know he's lying exactly on the 14 metre line I'm sure the ref uh, he was very slow to blow the whistle there but uh, the Billy Drennan across the ball to Connor he, he, Connor Drennan he knocked it back to Callum Lundrigan Callum Lundrigan was just about to pick it off the ground with his hurley and he got taken out of it late but uh, the ref is having a word with his umpires here now and I'm sure this it could very well be another yellow card here for uh, the uh, wind up guys but it's going to be a free in or should be a free in anyway as uh, Callum is up anyway. because my number 12 Callum Lonergan yeah. is uh, oh this is Emmett Landy again yes this could he's be he's already uh, on a yellow this is Emmett Landy he's in bother he's already I think on a yellow card he's gone and, yeah he's gone Emmett Landy is gone uh, he has to go because he already had he already had it received the yellow card so Wingap are now down to uh, 14 players now that makes it a little bit of an interesting contest just um, he's coming over to check with the linesman as well is uh, Richie Holland but clearly if it was Emmett Landy was the player involved he was uh, taking a big big risk 
Not sure what the referee is actually doing now. now. Uh, Conor Everett has intervened. He's going to give the free, free in, in, I think, yep. all right. He's indicating that it is a free and It would have been any other decision, Jerry, would have been a bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, it was a late tackle. I, I, I didn't think it was Emmett Landy, but it was. And uh, Callum Lundrigan was absolutely floored. And um, unfortunately for Emmett, it's a second yellow and it's uh, 24 minutes gone in the game. Free to Billy Drennan. Chance out. for Billy Drennan. Now, this is again a simple tap. Oh, he's gone low. Ah. Took a chance on it. Took a chance on it. We even had it down marked as a score, but he just didn't get enough power in it. He hit it low on the ground, all right. I suppose I could understand in one way. Wanted to get the scoreboard working better for the start of the second half. Now they need to defend bravely on the far end of the field. Up they go for the ball, and uh, it is uh, Galmai trying to get the ball here. And uh, this is a free for Galmai. Yep. Foul on their number, uh, number 14, Brandon Phelan. I think it is. Yeah, that's Brendan. He's uh, wearing 14, but he's playing left half back, and yeah. he's after doing Brendan, that. I should say, not Brendan. Is Brendan as well into his 30s, yeah. but he's doing. Yeah, Brendan he's doing, feeling. He's playing well. Now a free now for Galmai. For Galmai, can they get it back to level pegging at half time? It's two seven to one gap. It's 12 points uh, to the Galmai lads as the ball is sent long. Is sent long. This one is going high. Batted out by the goalkeeper. Bit of brave goalkeeping there. He had to take a little bit of a risk, but Galmai now need to put the pressure on. And right, it is uh, Galmai do have that ball. Nice switch ball. across to this side of the field. Good play by, by Galmai. This should be a point for Galmai. It is put over the bar by Conor Drennan and a lovely piece of play. Lovely cross field pass uh, to Conor Drennan put that over the bar and that does tie up the game at 13 points to Galmai it's 2-7 to Weingap this game uh, exciting game I must say here in uh, Tom Ryle Park we're very close heading to the last uh, 5 minutes we're now gone at uh, 25 minutes here in the game in Kilmana as the ball is poked out Galmai going through a good spell at the moment moving up the field with the ball is Oshin Field and Oshin Field and loses that oh, ball and he overcarried it says the referee and it's going to be a free against it just uh, a little bit of maybe inexperienced Jerry he probably just needed to switch it to the other side of the field yeah, maybe not using the expanses of the field as well as Weingap are today. Not at all. No, Weingap hitting it from sideline to sideline. Um, Galmai need to. Well, maybe like Weingap have the forwards to do that. To be honest, uh, Galmai maybe haven't as many forwards. But uh, yeah, look at a free to uh, Niall Walsh. It's on the 65 meter line, but it's outright on the on the sideline. Now he'll be striking this into the breeze, but he's been striking the ball extremely well since the start of the game here. It's exactly on the uh, 65 meter line. Right out on the sideline, we can even see the blue and white flag. He strikes that ball, no, but he doesn't no. have the direction, I'm afraid. He's uh, sent that ball wide. Heading in towards the last five minutes now, can Weingap just get, get another score and uh, get a good start to the second half? But it is a quick puck out by the Galmile as it comes in in here to uh, Billy Drennan Billy Drennan it's a bit of a waste, wasted ball it was hanging in the air too much Billy might be as well off to start to going for his own scores it might just work a little bit better but very well really back to Billy again he just needs to take on the uh, he just needs to take on some of the, the players ball, Frank the ball around. nice ball going out to Frank Field on Billy Drennan that will be a delightful yes. point if it goes over the bar and it is lovely ball Frank, uh, Frank Phelan set up there by Billy Drennan and I was saying maybe he should take it on in his own but clearly he knows better than me as he puts that one over the bar makes it 14 points to 2-7 Galmai gone into the lead again and we're now gone 27 minutes here in the first half as the ball is pucked out on the field broken in the air it's uh, won by Galmai it's with Garrod Phelan uh, he sends the ball across now there's a chance there's a lot of Galmai players on this ball now it's Oshin Phelan he stumbles he sends the ball in fast Galmai just probably need to run they have space now roving through Ryan uh, Murphy. with Ryan Murphy Ryan Murphy is going through he's being held up nobody uh, he's being blown over carrying the ball a little baby he was he was being held on to a little bit he probably uh, could be feel a little bit hard done by but look that's just the way it cookie crumbles but there ah, was yeah, a chance Galmai are a bit slower to deliver the ball, uh, the yeah, ball just, they are just a out. bit slow here now but they're playing well at the moment and they're moving 
going up the field again here now Galmoy they've got a good, a good bit of pressure for the last few minutes as the ball is uh, sent in now it is, uh, with Conor Drennan from distance he sends the ball in this would be a delightful point yes. if it's over the bar again and a brilliant score from Conor Drennan uh, he has been the standout player for uh, Galmoy in this first half and he makes that 15 points uh, to 2 goals and 7 points so a 2 point lead for Galmoy as they're heading in towards the half time position they've done very well to recover back down on the far side of the field Galmoy win the ball again they're moving it out and they just need to be very careful as their number 7 that's uh, Garrod Phelan is on the ball but he, they need to get the in possession the ball comes up who's going to win this ball Conor Drennan it drops they just need to win this ball oh it goes off a wine gap uh, foot and just a little bit of casualness on the part of wine gap then a nice closing finish to this half from Galmoy Jerry yeah 2 minutes to go now and uh, they're after going, doing well a couple of nice points there finishing up and uh, I suppose the extra man there we nearly have two extra men in defence there now Garrod Fields after getting a lot of ball and, uh, yeah there's no that's, that's very evident that the extra man is beginning to tell uh, in, the, uh, in the last 10 minutes Conor Drennan sends this ball in but again just Galmoy not picking up their players Weingap may be down a man but they had two players there as the ball is sent down the field uh, to the far side of the field it's uh, again it's with um, James, it's Power. James Power is this one here he's going to have a clear shot at goal will he pop this one over the bar I think he does judging by the way the Joe Dollar in the wide. goal is looking no it's actually wide I was sure the way Joe Dollar was looking up there Jerry, that it got over the bar yeah no I thought James was a little bit casual there he was yeah. on the run but uh, now does the ball come down this over to this side of the field oh. just a Galmai player fails to hold the ball puts it over the line that will have to go down as a bit of a miss I think uh, Brandon Phelan will be disappointed there because that was a, a ball that he could have got and maybe got something out of it but it is Galmoy back again the quick puck out and the ball comes straight in and right. I think this is another uh, Galmoy wide disappointing there for Galmoy two points in the space of 30 seconds as the ball is pucked out it's pucked out to the number 7 that's uh, Sean Purcell Sean Purcell sends a long ball down the field now let's see there's a, there are spare defenders here now for Galmoy but Weingap are actually going to run with this ball here good well dispossessed there by uh, Kieran Feeling yeah, good play there by uh, Kieran Feeling the full back and, and uh, Galmoy uh, good possession good shielding there and forces the Wenger player to send that ball wide good defence now maybe the extra player might count Galmoy sending the ball out fast they have a little bit of space here as the ball comes across to um, Garrod Phelan Garrod Phelan sends the ball in long but again poorly directed and is sent in the direction of Pat Power Pat Power is all alone and with extra players on the field an extra player you think Galmoy you need to read that a little bit better yeah, moving very through with the ball. ball it is uh, James Power the number 13 he has a straight run he sends it in and inside now to uh, James Cullerton James Cullerton good defence by uh, Galmoy they're starting to uh, get stuck into it a bit more winning a good ball there now that's very well run by Galmoy that comes out to and uh, with that, Half the referee, time. I was wondering, was he given a free out there for a tackle? But a good, uh, a good finishing spell for uh, Galmoy Jerry, and uh, you'll be you'll be happy with that. Now, two points is not a is not a huge lead at half time, but given the way the game went, uh, it's decidedly turned in uh, Galmoy's favour since um, Emmett Landy got sent off. Yeah, look at uh, Garrod Field seems to be loose in the half back line now, and he has um, come on a lot of ball. His uh, clearances and deliveries haven't been uh, as good as maybe they, they could have been, but the Galmoy forwards are beginning to pick off. A few points. Frank Phelan has four points there, uh, which would be well above Frank's scoring rate. Um, Conor Drennan is doing well as well, and uh, if they could... Um he can be more economical on the ball up front uh, they could pick off a few more points uh, they hit two wides there one from Brandon and one from Sean Field and that needn't have been hit wide at all but uh, look at Weingap are still in this game they may be down a man but the expansive hurling they're playing um, Niall Walsh and James Power in particular with Jack Dial are really running all over the place up front uh, strange move today Weingap have Dara O'Shea playing half forward he played cornerback the last day Dara is uh, normally a, a backsman and uh, as far as I know he's heading back to Saudi Arabia tomorrow but um, 
Yeah, it's all to play for here yeah. at the moment. Well, that's it, Pat. Uh, two seven uh, two uh, wine gap, but it is fifteen points uh, to Galmai. A good finish there by Galmai. They have an extra man, it should be said, but it's still all to play for here at uh, Sunny Kilmana. And for now, it's back to you in the studio. We'll be in touch. We'll be back to you in about ten minutes. Okay, thanks, lads. And uh, now the Munkine are leading Young Ireland's two seven to four points, and uh, they had a two six to two point lead at uh, one stage, but uh, they've only scored two points in the last. 13 or 14 minutes as uh, Young Ireland's have put Mikey Carey in at centre back and that has shored up things and uh, the ball not getting into the danger area Powell uh, getting uh, banging in two goals early on there for Munkine Munkine having played with a strong wind in that first half so uh, that's the, the story on that one we'll have a half time from Johns Park very shortly uh, but first we have to take a little break Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Okay, and uh, just uh, an update now on scorelines. Well, uh, Munkine 2 7, Young Ireland's 4 points, and St. Patrick's Bally Ragged. They're leading uh, Kilmacow just coming up to half time, 1 9 to 6 points. Uh, Kilmacow playing with the wind in the first half, uh, but uh, they've come a lot more into it in that second quarter as St. Patrick's bagged the goal early on and uh, were in, more in control. But uh, they are 6 points up uh, playing into the wind. And just having a look at uh, what's coming up today it's um, at 3 o'clock of course Dainsford against Dixborough that game is on out in Park Seamus Stephon and Kieran Nari will be reporting on that for us and uh, then at 4.30 it's Carrick Shock against O'Loughlin Gales that game is in Dunhamagan that's in the Michael Ling Motors Intermediate Hurling uh, League Championship and uh, of course earlier today St. Lacton's uh, well they uh, saw off the challenge of uh, Pilltown in fairly emphatic fashion 4.28 to 1.8 in the finish so a big win there for uh, the uh, Freshford outfit and uh, other games four o'clock John Locks against Barra Rangers that's in Bennett's Bridge that's in the JJ Cavanagh Sons Junior Hurling League uh, Group B round three game as well so all that to come here on uh, the programme Country Style Foods supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City Galmai are taking on Wine Gap and it's on in Tom Ryle Park and they're heading towards the second half. Nicky Brennan. Yeah, they've just started the second half, Pat, but already both sides have popped over a point. Billy Drennan from a free, immediately from the throw-in, and then Jack Dyler's responded with a point uh, for the uh, Wine Gap lads uh, to make it uh, 16 points to two goals and eight points. Uh, good high scoring here uh, in Kilman and a very, very enjoyable game, it must be said, uh, for... Uh, for Junior now is a question of can Galmai make the extra player count as the ball is sent down the field up they go from the air Sean Purcell fails to hold the ball but it's now with uh, Zach Kennedy sends the ball up to this side of the field up in the direction of Jack Dyle he fails to hold on to the ball will can Galmai win that ball out Jack Dyle and Niall Walsh have been the main scorers was that ball picked off the ground I think that sure was it um, I was it picked Jerry yeah definitely James Arty picked the ball off the ground yeah a bit of a yeah a bit of a bit of a careless free there 
there but it does give a wine gap a chance as I said Jack Doyle and Niall Walsh have been the main uh, target men uh, for wine gap Jerry in this uh, game here now on the on the um, on the Galmai side I suppose Conor Drennan Frank Field and, and uh, Billy Drennan have been the main guys on uh, on uh, the Galmai side as well as Niall Walsh gets ready to take this from just inside the 45 metre line a bit out on the side but no problem to a good free taker like Niall Walsh and he doesn't make any mistake about that he pops that one over the bar and it makes it uh, two goals and nine points to uh, 16 points that is a one point game here uh, in Tom Ryle Park here in uh, Kilmanagh as the ball is pucked out into the middle field no clear winner Galmite well they can't get this ball up it's back with uh, the Wingup lads it's with Niall Walsh but Galmite do win out the ball back again it's won by the uh, Galmite man plenty of uh, uh, hurling strong hurling between these two lads they might have worn one another's jersey at one stage but a, a careless ball there from uh, Galmite they've lost the ball there far too easily will they get it back here a rarish here ground stroke gone over the line uh, from uh, the Galmite number 5 Connor Grace puts it over the line and it's a line ball and uh, trying to take the ball fast and uh, won't be allowed so a little bit of argy-bargy but there's going to be the line ball will now be taken here I think it's John Purcell is going uh, to uh, take this they might have been uh, good friends uh, Jerry, when they're playing when underage but there's plenty of rivalry out there today between these lads Ah yeah look at this is a league championship Absolutely lads are not going to hold back um, Galmai had several chances to clear that ball but Ryan yeah. Murphy and the road field were very sloppy on the ball and now yeah. it's a line ball into Sean Sean Murphy. Purcell sends that ball in and uh, it's gone wide it's gone wide um, just well struck alright yeah Galmai just need to be a little bit crisper in defence with their clearances there are just a couple of rash clearances there didn't look up properly didn't control the ball and they're coughed up possession uh, to their opponents wind up <coughs> as Joe Dollar gets ready to puck this ball out that puck bad out. puck out by Joe Oh, he uh, sent it straight out in the direction of Billy Power and uh, it's a wide ball I mean that again was a chance for Wine Gap they really should have made better use of it but a poor puck out by uh, Joe Dollar this one is much better it comes over uh, to this side of the field and it's been sent down by James Darcy down up the field maybe a little bit lower ball might have worked very better uh, better for Billy Drennan in his direction who can win that ball here Connor Drennan trying to get the ball but back again oh that's a frontal challenge could have been a free there for Galmai around the head yes. uh, it is now yeah a good Oshin feel and worked very well there his small in stature but he was fouled and perhaps the free might have been even been given a little bit earlier this should be a scoreable free for Billy Drennan it's outside the 65 metre line but straight in front of the post and I'm not I think the wind has possibly just died a fraction Jerry has it? It might have flagged or still blown at this side anyway yeah but it's not as strong up here yeah chance now for Billy Drennan to push the margin out to two points to make it 17 points for Galway that's a tidy result, uh, return in any particular match Billy getting ready now great free taker we know that sends that one in and uh, makes absolutely no mistake about that puts that one over the bar good score there by Billy Drennan making it 17 points to two goals and nine points uh, between these uh, great rivals and I suppose great friends it must be said as well this game started at just uh, just before 20. There's about five minutes gone here as uh, Galmai took him out with the ball. Good play there by Conor Grace. Sends the ball down. It should be a Galmai ball. They need to be very careful. They have possession here. Garrod feeling they need to get the ball down just taking a little bit out of ball it's working well that time good defence ball is sent down long down the field up the ball goes in the air who's going to win this ball here it's, uh, this is another chance Brandon, for Galmai yep. Brandon Field and pops that ball over the bar and uh, a lovely point he really struck that well Jerry. yeah Brandon the grand striker does a great clearance by Conor Grace after a small bit of missing in defence just a one route direct ball up the front and Brandon Field won the break off Callum Lonergan and put it over the bar 
Yeah, good play there by Galmoy. They just have got two scores in a row there in the last uh, couple of in the last minute, as it were. Outside now, who has this ball? It is Galmoy. Well blocked there by uh, Galmoy. Lose that possession. They had the possession. They still have it now. Switched over to the side of the field. Sean Purcell is all alone. He's going to be um, going to go for a score. Sends it from distance. Think he might have got that one. He has put it straight over the bar. A great score. That was a good score, Jerry. Yeah, he was right out on the sideline that time. Hit it off his left and uh, made no mistake. Uh, there's definitely a breeze there, though. You see those flags there? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it certainly is. It's 18 points. It's two goals and 10 points. It's a two-point game still here as Sean Purcell puts that ball over the bar. Six minutes gone here in uh, Tom Ryle Park. Who's going to win this ball? It's a muzzle over on the far side of the field. Galmai should have that ball here with their left half, uh, with uh, Garrod Phelan. He's having a good game. That ball comes in. Now is a chance Billy Drennan. He loses the possession. It comes back uh, to uh, Wingap. Uh, Wingap player pushing the back and it's going to be a free. Is this free going to be taken quickly? Yeah, Garofield getting a lot of ball, but uh, he won't give the pass, and uh, he's after hitting three balls straight to, to wind up players. Yeah, just a couple of wasteful uh, clearances there by the Galmai defence, but nevertheless, there's not a lot in it. He's got John. Garrod is getting a change of hurry, maybe that's the reason for it as uh, Galmai got ready to defend this ball here from Sean Purcell Sean Purcell sends that ball in and he puts it straight over the bar that was Sean Purcell I think that wasn't was definitely it Sean Purcell yeah, yeah Sean Purcell he puts that one over the bar from uh, oh that's probably a good 80 metres out now that closes the margin a bit 2 goals and 11 points that's 17 points uh, two, uh, two, 2 18 points Hurley's been exchanged as the ball is pucked out again. There's a chance here now. Billy Drennan flicks that ball in. There's a chance here now for Galmai. Can Conor Grennan get this ball? Oh, he just fails to control it. And has he lost possession? He just had it momentarily. Took his eye off the ball. He did get tackled, he but he again. still has the ball here. Sends down. it in low. A great save. Brilliant. A chance here for Galmai. Um, but the referee has called back possession and is going to give a free in. Conor Drennan was fouled. He just turned his head maybe to get possession, Jerry, and took his eye off the ball for a second there. Just for a second, dropped the ball, but then did very well to win it back. And uh, just as he was going to have a shot and goal, he was pulled back and down. Um, he's okay, but... Uh yeah, Connor still getting in the east a little bit. Okay, tough. lads, uh, we're going down to St. John's Park and uh, it's um, the Kilmacow against St. Patrick's Bally Ragget, Rory Williams. Mm. Yep, uh, second half, uh, about three minutes into the second half, Patrick's leading a scoreline, 113 to 70 points, making very effective use of the wind. Uh, Kilmacow having to race, race and chase the game now, but uh, not gone away completely yet, but, uh, certainly Patrick's in charge. Uh, Okay, thanks Rory. So uh, there it's uh, St. Patrick's Bally Ragged stretching their lead as we go back. Uh, just to give you an update uh, from partner Shamrog, it's uh, Munkind 2-8, Young Ireland 6 points and they're just uh, early in the second half there. So Young Ireland's playing with the wind and uh, closing the gap. Back to Tom Royal Park. And as you come back to us here, there's a wine gap defender getting attention but there is going to be a free into Galmai which uh, Willie Billy Drennan will pop over the bar. Connor was fouled he almost got in for a goal there just took his eye momentarily off the ball but there's not a lot between these two teams Galmai have settled a bit better they just need to be a little bit crisper in defence they have a spare defender here and they just need to be playing that uh, spare defender just a little bit smartly to cut out any of the ball going up the field but there's a bit more pressure on uh, the wind-up lads they do have the wind Jerry. it must be said and uh, yeah the wind is still a factor in this game yeah definitely you could see it in Sean Purcell's free there he was on his own 45 metre line and he just struck it straight as it died down the field and it just carried 
carried for the last few metres um, yeah look at Galmai are doing well now in fairness against the wind um, but they need to be more clever in delivering the ball free for Billy Drennan here Billy Drennan just outside the 20 or on the 20 metre line this should be a simple enough tap over ball for Billy Drennan a free taker of his calibre to make it 19 points to 211 and that's precisely what he has done we're gone eight minutes here in the second half. Still very much anyone's game here. Good, uh, a good open contest between the two teams who've often played in one another's jerseys and it is the wind-up lads of a great position. There's a chance here for a goal. There's a real chance of a goal here and it's in the back of the net. A brilliant goal for Galmai. Cut. The ball was uh, it was scored by I think James, James Power. Power. Yeah, yep. James Power. Uh, the ball was flicked across to him. He put it in to the top corner of the net. Joe Donald had no chance whatsoever. But he, the ball was caught and uh, put in. Look, at there was should have been better. There should have been a little bit better contest there but it makes it three goals and 11 points. That's 20 points uh, to nine points. Now the pendulum has switched and it is Weingap who are now lead uh, by a point. But that goal, Jerry, uh, called that goal for me. How did you see it? Yeah, a long puck out from Owen Cody, a huge puck out. Um, it should have been defended much better. Um, Niall Walsh fielded the ball uh, uh, against two defenders, passed it across to James Power who was on running and he gave Joe, Do- Joe uh, Dullard no chance. Yeah, no, Joe had no chance whatsoever here but just a little free bit out. careless. A free out, again a free at the far end of the field. A Wingap defender was pushed in the back. That goal now has really brought Wingap into the game big time again now. They're now in control and the ball is broken down uh, by Jack Doyle just waiting for the ball and it's switched across this side of the field. Another chance of a point for Wingap and it does go straight over James the bar. Cullet. Uh, James Cullet. James has put that one over the bar. Just a good breaking ball, probably the break of the ball just suited the Wingap lads at that stage and it's now three goals and 12 points uh, to 19 points. Again, now the momentum has certainly gone uh, Wingap's direction with that goal and a point in a short period of time Galmai will now have to resettle although they have a player injured out in the Frank field field. Frank has been going well he's got a couple of points uh, in this game and they can ill afford uh, to uh, lose him given the influence he's having on this game but he's back again he's ready for action as the physio has worked the magic trick on Frank moves out around the uh, middle of the field while he's playing Morans as kind of a centre half back position in midfield the ball is poked out on the far side of the field up they go for the high in the air it's uh, Galmoy have possession it's sent across here uh, Galmoy moving with that ball pretty well they just need to get it it's gone to uh, their number Frank 9 feeling the again feeling the no. man who was down injured but it's this tough. one radar is not too good I think this is it just might not is it has gone wide it was just one of those balls that was hanging in the air and all looking at it a quick puck out has come out this side of uh, referee is calling playback not allowing the quick puck out now in a way that was a disadvantage to Galmai even though it was Weingap took the quick puck out absolutely yeah but there's a player down injured on the far side of the field I guess that's the reason oh I see that now I didn't spot okay, that ok lads yeah. just an update uh, Moonkine and Young Ireland Moonkine are leading 2-11 to 7 points uh, 10 minutes into the second half thanks very much Pat yeah we'll get Tom O'Hanlon's this evening he's probably on Facebook duty now which we weren't aware of but uh, we'll get his report uh, this evening on uh, TalkSport as indeed we'll have all the other reports from around the country and we'll have the results of the uh, Camogie games there was lots of big Camogie games in the in the senior and intermediate and junior championships on this weekend we'll have those results in TalkSport later on and a better analysis tomorrow evening on the TC Terrors World at Gaelic Games with the Flanagan and uh, Kieran Nari now the ball is pucked out this time it's a short puck out it comes out to Sean Foley, uh, Sean Foley the full back gets that from the puck out now a dangerous ball around the goal area again the goal they wind up player Nile 
Walsh allowed to catch that ball far, far too easy and he's actually sent the ball wide. That's a let off, Jerry, but he, he was allowed to get that ball far Ah, too yeah, easy. the very same as the goal a few minutes ago and yeah. Niall Walsh, is, they're not contesting the catch uh, with him at all and... Uh, and again, Far a careless delivery. I'm, I obviously am a firm believer that these teams, too many of these teams are actually trying to uh, play the short ball and Niall Walsh punishes that and puts it straight over the bar. And I think, uh, to be honest about it, I think uh, Galmai would be as well off to simply just yeah. hit the ball long, Jerry. They might get more out of it. 100% direct route, let that ball go. This is junior hurling. Um, we can't all be like Limerick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a bit more direct and uh, it would yield better dividends. Yeah, well, that's uh, there's three points in the, in the, in the game now. We're now gone uh, 14 minutes in the first second half here in Tamrile Park. One of the Galmai, or what, sorry, Swingap players has actually gone off. Not sure. Barry Foley is off. Foley, is it? Yeah. And he's hobbling off, so he has got a bit of an injury. So Luke Ward his game is, on. is over. Luke Ward is on for Barry uh, Foley. Cornerback. Ball is fucked out this time again. Well, might persist with the short ball. Up they go for it in the air. There's a chance now for Conor Denon. Can he get that little extra inch? No. He does have a yeah. chance now to go through. He sends the ball across to this side of the field. Oh, they've had a chance, uh, Galmai. I think just this thing that I think they might have just coughed up that chance there now. They should have uh, Connor Drennan just might be as well off to go for some of that on his own as Wine Gap clear out the ball. They do clear it out to the middle of the field. It should be a Galmai ball, but no, the Galmai number nine, Ray Mor- Ryan Murphy, he lets the ball uh, dr- he tapped down the ball when he probably would have been better off uh, to collect it, but Galmai should still have the ball. They've lost it again out around the middle of the field and uh, racing through it it is uh, Wine Gap with their number ten. Um, number ten is Pat Grace. Sends that ball in. Is that one? Oh, wide ball. It's a wide oh, ball again. It's a wide ball again. Wind up. Totting up the wides at this stage again. A quick puck out for Galmai. They need to be very careful about these things. And not oh, terrible, again. terrible, a terrible delivery again. These short puck outs are just short deliveries are simply not working for the Galmai lads at all. Terrible and delivery. they're simply punished again by Niall Walsh. And he sends that one wide. And again, it should have been punished. But again, I just cannot understand the short play of Galmai, Jerry. I know you're a bit I can't understand it myself. I wish that ball was sent down the field. I mean, it's, uh, they'd better off to just deliver it inside because they've got Conor Drennan inside at full forward. He's one of their key men. They had Billy Drennan inside at full forward, in the full forward line. They just need to get the ball into those lads and there's a chance they will be able to work the scores out as uh, James Cullerton sends that ball across at to Sean Purcell. Sean Purcell is going to have a goal left-handed. Sends the ball straight over the bar and uh, that's been a good play by uh, Sean Purcell interestingly Jerry Derek Ling is at the game here so he won't be uh, he'll be watching Sean Purcell and he's done himself no harm at all Galmai have not scored since the 8th minute and they need to get really into this game here now because uh, we're gone 16 minutes they have not scored for the last 8 minutes here in uh, Tom Ryle Park and I'm afraid they need to get something very quickly absolutely and most of it is of their own doing now we have a crossfield ball. Now this one just might work out now if they just could catch the ball again. Inside just can't get clean possession. Can Galmai get it here? He's uh, sent the ball in. There's a chance here now for it. Comes into Conor Drennan. Even a point at this stage would suffice just to get the, the scoreboard working again. And he does put that one over the bar. They needed that score badly. And that might be give them a little bit of momentum, Jerry. They needed that one. 
Yeah, good ball in from Billy Drennan and uh, put over the bar. But um, we, as I said, uh, look at direct play, simple game. Let the ball up to the forwards and let them do the rest. Absolutely. And with Billy Drennan and Conor Drennan there, they're the two main marksmen for uh, Galmai today. And just get enough ball into them and anything can happen as the ball is sent long down the field again. The sweeper here should be able to pull that ball out. Conor Grace. Grace is doing that very well. Again, they just need to deliver the ball, not uh, spend too long doing it. Then that one is sent down long, which should be a wine gap ball if they got Galmai two players should be able to uh, do better than that there's a chance here Galmai trying to win this ball here no clear winner it is Galmai who are coming out uh, with the ball on the far side of the field again Galmai could have made better efforts at that the ball is back again coughed up by uh, the uh, Weingap lads sent across here now to uh, it's it's uh, now with uh, number 19 for Galmai over to this side of the field that's Frank Feeling to his brother Brandon Frank to Brandon Brandon is going to have a go now from the distance I'm not no. sure does he have the radar right here on this one no he didn't he probably didn't he probably needs to start looking around maybe yeah well he had a man he had a man a Galmai player is down here on the 45 metre line first aid coming in to help him out this has been a good competitive game we've enjoyed it it's, uh, it's uh, both teams obviously have work to do if they are to be contenders for the junior championship but it's, uh, it's been a competitive game there's not a lot between it it's 3 goals and 14 points that is uh, 23 points uh, for Wine Gap and it's 20 points for Galmai that's where we are here in uh, Right and it's uh, Munkine 2-12 and Young Ireland's 9 points and that's reached in the three-quarter stage. And that's about where we are as well, Pat. We are at the three-quarter stage of this game here. It's moment momentarily stopped here in Tomrile Park while the uh, James Power, the wind gap corner forward, gets some attention, but uh, he's just feeling his hip, but he's all right. He'll be back in action now. Very much uh, okay, but there's a Galmai player equally down. I think it could be James Darcy. He's uh, putting the thumbs up to the sideline, so he's fine. And the two injured lads are back in action and they're marking one another. Nigel Stanley is coming in for Galmai. Okay, he uh, yeah, he wasn't in a position to start and he would be uh, one of your stronger players. Yeah, Nigel's an experienced player. He's an All-Ireland minor medal from uh, 2008. Kieran Phelan is leaving the fray at the moment. Um, Nigel was uh, hospitalised during the week with a bout of pneumonia. So uh, I suppose he'll be hoping to get 10 minutes out of this game now. Absolutely. Well, good on him that he's able to come in and uh, he's been a solid for Galmai for a while as... Wine Gap get ready through Owen Cody to puck the ball out. He's been pucking it very well with the breeze. He sends it right down to the half-back line here over on this side of the field. And they have possession again through Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle from an acute angle. This should be a wide say This is a wide ball. It is a bit of a careless ball from uh, Galmai or from Wine Gap. They just need to be more careful where they're uh, swinging that ball across the field. Again, a big, strong lad is Jack Doyle. Like any minor of not so and under-20 player of not so many years ago. Again... Almay persisting with their short puck out coming out to Conor Grace. He needs just to be very careful. Uh, and it's now uh, with their number 19. That's uh, Frank Phelan. Frank sends a terrible ball, ball. But again, a terrible, terrible ball, ball down to Sean Purcell. He's been a stalwart there for the uh, Wingap lads in the half back line playing very well. Sent across to uh, Darroche. Darroche, uh, Galmai, will they win that ball? It is. It's uh, very well won by Galmai. That should be a free out for Galmai. Oh, desperately harsh. A desperately harsh decision by Richie Holland. The Galmai man could go nowhere. There was two players had their arms around him, and uh, this could very well be a point now for the, from Niall Walsh for the wine gap lads. Bit harsh there, I thought. Jerry. A small bit harsh. Conor Grace won the ball. He was on his knees. He got up, and uh, there was an arm around his neck. And there was no way he was going to be able to hit it anywhere. 
But uh, yeah, Niall Walsh has the free in now on a 45 metre line and it can't see him missing from here with that win behind him. I doubt it very much as well. <coughs> We're getting into the last quarter now of this game here in uh, Tom Ryle Park in Kilmanagh. It is three goals and uh, 14 points to wind up. Niall Walsh about to make that 3.15. He's been striking very well and that makes no mistake for that one as well. Over the bar from Niall Walsh to make it three goals and 15 points to 20 points uh, for the uh, Galmoy men and the scoring rate from the Galway men has reduced pretty dramatically in the last while and they certainly need to do something about that they're not getting enough ball into Conor Drennan and Billy Drennan it's breaking down around midfield and the half-back line as uh, they get ready Joe Donner gets ready to puck this ball out he's looking out he's going for a short shot just not at all comfortable about those short puck outs I don't think they're doing anything for them because they have a lot of work to do to get the ball out now he needs some of the they just need somebody getting ready for the pass a, a terrible terrible ball pass, by which, Tom Carcom which uh, is, this is which shocking been, this uh, is shocking yeah. no need I don't know what uh, uh, this is shocking just no hit need. the ball out there's no need for them at all oh, that could be a lucky Nigel they Stanley win, has they won it they win that ball Nigel has lost the ball as well he's lost it now an awkward pass but they might still just get back that ball again the boy gap win back that ball now it's very dangerous Darroche sends the ball across then to Jack Doyle oh bravery bravery boy boy oh the goal is going to come anyway no it's not it is it's, it's in it's in it's in it's, it's, gone, in. Yeah. it's gone in I'm afraid and uh, uh, the goal was scored by Sean Power he put it into the back of the net but was great bravery before that from uh, the Joe Dollard in the Galway goal he looked as if he had come out to save a blistering shot uh, from one of the attackers but I'm afraid uh, the ball bounced back to Sean Power and he put the ball into the back ok of the lads well we're going senior hurling out uh, to Park Seamus Steve Fawn at Stixborough against Danes Fourth game threw in at 3 o'clock Kieran Ari. Yeah, welcome to the Kells Road, Pat. It's a uh, lustery day out here. The wind is blowing in towards the town and goal here in the Kells Road, but the sun is shining, which is great compared to Friday night. But it's a pint of peace at the moment. First score came through Dixford there from Chance uh, Davis and East Garden there uh, in midfield. And then they uh, scored that 65 then through Ben Whitty. But uh, a couple of changes on the Dixford team, Pat. Uh, I'll just give you the starting team. Brian Minogue, Park Mile, Neil Rowe, Evan Cody's in for Stephen Darmody, then Owen Fenley, Tom Kenny, Timmy Clifford. Ollie Welch and Shane Stapleton then is in midfield instead of Killian Hackett Bill Sheen is Nolan Lee Moore and then Killian Buckley is in for Harry Shane the corner Mark Nolan and Andy Gaffney then the then four team lines out is Paddy Hogan Adam Byrne Des Dundee McFeelan Paul Murphy Darrow O'Neill Brian McDonald Philip Cooley Ben Bishop Van Dolan Richie Hogan Paddy Hickey Robbie Welch and Colin Fields in there as well so all square here at the moment Pat and we actually started before time so there's five and a half minutes gone OK, and Dan's Ford playing with the wind. Dan's Ford are playing with the wind, Pat, and it's, it's a significant breeze again. Like we said, the Dicks were played all up until here, and Benny Callan played, Greg Benny Callan played, Venice Bridge. It's definitely a four or five point breeze anyway, at least. OK. Thanks, Giron. We'll be back to you later on. And uh, Munkine are leading Gordon 2.15 to 10 points. Uh, 10 minutes left in that game. Back to, uh, to uh, Tom Royal Park. And as you come back to us, Billy Drennan is about to pop a ball over the bar from a close in free and attack. He's not, he's going for goal low for goal and 65. It's a 65, in fact. No, he uh, he went for goal. I can understand that. It's 4.15, which is uh, 27 points to uh, 20 for uh, Galway. So they do probably need a goal at this stage. Understandable that he would uh, have that shot. That fourth goal really has been a killer blow for the wine gap, uh, for the Galway lads. Again, just a bit of hesitancy and a bit of uh, sloppiness in the Galway defence has cut them out. 
and remember that uh, Wine Gap are playing just with uh, 14 players at this stage and they have been in control of the game now for the last uh, 15 minutes which we said again a short uh, 65 uh, by Billy Drennan the ball is uh, sent uh, blocked again Ryan and Murphy. again it's uh, going to be up the field maybe Billy might have been looking I can understand what they're trying to do here but they might have got a point had they uh, just popped it over the bar and it's uh, Niall Walsh Niall Walsh is playing very well he sends that ball in and Niall Walsh uh, pops it over the bar good play by Niall Walsh playing very well nobody else to handle him here on the uh, Galmai side four goals and 16 points that's a that's a decent score Jerry, for any team that's a high score indeed uh, but I have to say the last two goals were uh, of our own um, volition um persistent with the sharp puck out and getting caught then trying to clear the ball yeah I'm afraid so they have fortunately for the Galmayas have contributed a bit uh, to their own demise Niall Walsh flicks up that that's a lovely touch from Niall Walsh he sends it uh, to his colleague Sean Power who puts the ball over the bar that's a nice bit of interplay that's uh, what you do uh, Jerry, when you're uh, kind of going very well and then you're a good few points ahead exactly those things work for you when you're on top and uh, the way it is now with the wind I think Wayne Gap would score just let the ball up and hit it anywhere yeah, St. Patrick's Bally Raggish are leading uh, 120 to 11 points against Kilmacow. Okay. All right. Thanks, Pat, for that. 120 to 11 points. Bally Raggish looked at that one wrapped up as well, as indeed wind up now with those uh, couple of goals, soft goals, definitely from a Galmai perspective. They'll be disappointed to have conceded them, but they have proved crucial in the end. It's 417 to 20 points. It's a nine-point margin at this stage. The tad harsh, there's no question about it on the uh, Galmai lads, but the ball is pucked out. And again, uh, Galmai failed to uh, control that ball. They should really have done much better with that ball, uh, uh, trying to get it up. And it's back with uh, Sean Power. Sean Power, he has lost possession. Galmai with Oshin feeling he's also lost possession. Both teams struggling now uh, to get possession as the ball is sent up here. It is still with a Galmai ball. They just need to deliver long, and it is delivered long by Billy Drennan, probably into where he needs to be himself, but that's understandable. Connor Drennan has been blown far fouling there, but uh, that was six of one and a half dozen the other, I think, in fairness, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose it usually goes with the forward, as was this time, it didn't. Okay, moving out, Chalmoy managed to get the ball out now to his garage field. He just needs to get the ball up. Has he lost it again? He has. He, no, he uh, has it. Fair news to him. He got it again. He sends it back uh, to Conor Grace. Conor Grace sends it long, but that long, I'm afraid, is only in direction of a spare wind up player. Some of the distribution has been disappointing uh, from the Galmai defence, but uh, the ball is uh, in uh, has been lost by the wind up lads. Who's going to get this? It might end up being a hot ball at this stage. Referee Richie Holland is thinking, but it is going to be a Sushin feeling. Oh, he's getting a free. He's put in a steady old work. Maybe didn't get a many scores or anything like that, but he's worked hard there for Galmai all afternoon. Yeah, he's one of couple of frees he's working hard getting low on the ball and uh, doing his best free for Billy Drennan here on the 65 metre line well a win today for Wine Gap will put them on six points in uh, group B Galmai will stay on two uh, Emeralds uh, have now got three points and um, Steve Rove got one point and that's over the bar as Billy Drennan puts that ball over the bar just to narrow the margin but they need uh, they definitely need a goal looked a couple of chances of goals Jerry, but really never really threatened uh, they, they wind up goal very much at all on Cody today no no he didn't have really a, a save to make we got in once but uh, there was a free but um, unfortunately there's more goals uh, shots and goal at the other end absolutely and it's Galmai 
fail to hold possession inside can they get it back they do have it uh, through Conor Drennan he's trying to go through here but he's under an awful lot of pressure there's two players on him even now there's a chance for Galmai the ball is switched across I late think there's tackle. going to be a free in for a late tackle there on a Galmai player it will be a, a, a free in Billy will probably have a pop for goal here it doesn't really have any great choice at this stage although it is possibly even outside it's at an acute angle not an easy one to uh, score but back to what I was saying Wine Gap will go on to six points in Group B Galmai will stay on two uh, Barra Rangers and John Locks um, that game is on later this evening Emeralds uh, will now go on to three points as a result of their draw with Steve Bruce Steve Bruce in one point so it will be well obviously if there's a winner between whoever wins between uh, Barra Rangers and John Locks will obviously go on to four points and will go into second place uh, Galmai will uh, go into third place in that group as well so Billy Drennan pops that ball over the bar to make it uh, four goals and uh, 17 points to uh, 22 points. 22 points would win a lot of matches, Jerry. Yeah, it would. Unfortunately, the four goals have gone in at the other end of the side. But uh, yeah, 22 points is a good scoring. But uh, then uh, the other side of it, you look at our scoring rate, it's two to three players and uh, we need to be getting more uh, more of a spread. Yeah. OK, lads, we're going to Park Seamus, Steve Fawn, and it's uh, Dixborough against Danes Ford, Kieran Nari. Yeah, the last time you were away, pressure was a pint apiece. And then Andy Gatley got through, got a great score there. Leave a two point one favour. Dixborough in the fifth minute. Then Killian Wookie hit one off from distance. Leave a three points to one in the sixth minute. And then Paddy Hickey got a great score for Dave Ford. Out around the 45 yard line, just knocked the throw, but he had plenty to spare as went over the bar to leave a three points to two. Then Scotty Carney levelled it up from distance, leave a three points apiece in the ninth minute before Mark Nolan then just said six for in front four points to three in the tenth minute with uh, a point from distance as well but uh, even not so far Pat then Swart have six weights on the board he can convert those as I said with this strong breeze that they're playing with in the first half but uh, showing very well for the ball and getting stuck in as you'd expect but uh, they'll need to sharpen up those, those weights that are in the OK thanks Kieran. so four points to three Dixborough leading uh, back to Tom Ryle Park and as you come to me Niall Walsh is about to get another point from a free he makes no mistake a very very good free taker strong straight through strike never a doubt about it and uh, he pops that one over the bar to make it 4 goals and 18 points to uh, 22 points we're just playing down the clock here now as uh, Wine Gap bring on another sub I think I called my player might have went off a moment ago too with a bit of a knock but there's uh, going to be no change to this result here a good performance in the end by, um, by Wine Gap Galmai will be disappointed they were in the game for a fair bit admittedly just they had a spare player but again, again. that's pretty indicative uh, of how it's gone for Galmai there's another, there's another uh, Wine Gap goal coming up here as Jack Doyle gets ready he puts his terrible, into terrible, the terrible. The and then all down uh, to uh, a bad a bad puck out uh, Jerry. I think when they go back to the training field on Tuesday night they'll have to be a, a little chat about the, uh, the shark puck outs but I'm again I'm assuming they're working to instructions I'm not sure what's happening today to be honest but I mean the puck outs there after costing us the last three goals and um, you can't just concede three goals like that I mean without that we'd still be in the game but uh, but there'll be question marks anyway that's what the chat afterwards will have to be about and maybe on training on Tuesday night just the short puck outs are just not working and it is something that's indicative of a number of teams around uh, Jerry trying to mimic the whole Limerick style of short play and uh, when you're not able to do it and you don't have the skill and skillful players to do it and I'm not just referring to Galmai here I'm referring to all our clubs they just need to just maybe start playing a bit more traditionally and maybe that's their strength yeah I think so look at in the rural clubs um, we, we don't have the same quality players as you have inter-county you have lads are giving their best for a club and every day they go out but um, the, the simple rules of hurling is you get the ball let it go and uh, 
that would be if we were doing that today I think we'd still be in the game to be honest about it but uh, unfortunately that's not the way No well Wine Gap are going to uh, move um, to the top of the table here today and uh, look they're a decent team I think they will have to do some improvement maybe to be a serious championship contenders but they're going to be thereabouts they were in the county final last year many feel they might have left it behind them but at the end of the day the Blacks and Whites won that county final and they deserve credit for that and they're in the intermediate this year but Galmai uh, will have a lot of work to do now to get back into this this uh, this second defeat in a row Jerry kind of knocks a bit of stuff I know Neil's still in the championship but it knocks a kind of the stuffing out of things doesn't it? Yeah look it won't help um, I suppose realistically speaking we wouldn't be expecting to beat one gap maybe um, but we should have uh, taken the points against Callan last week we had our chances and uh, we left it behind us but fair play to Callan they won it fair and square in the end but uh, yeah look we have two games to, to go against Barra Rangers and Emeralds they won't be easy and um, we'll be looking to get a better performance obviously in the, both of those games yeah, because it's all about now getting confidence coming into the championship. Because obviously, the higher up you, uh, the higher up, at least the theory is, the higher up you finish yeah. in your group in the championship, that maybe the the so-called easier game you might be getting in the in the first round. Yeah, look, at you'd like to get in the first two in your group. Our group is a six-team group. The other team, the other group though, is uh, seven teams. But by golly, there's some hot teams in there in Freshford, Pilltown, Tullher, St Patrick's, Ballyragget, uh, Kilmacow. You know, you name it, Greg Nemana, they're Clonine, They're all in there, and uh, it really doesn't matter who you get when it comes to championship. Like, you're not easy with any of those teams but um, I suppose to get a bit of confidence now in, in the league and get one or two wins would be uh, would be what Galmai need to do anyway Winegap are going well they're winning at their ease now and uh, they, they'll probably top the group and um, yeah it'll be a good draw for them for the championship yeah just a bit of stoppage there while a the player was receiving attention we're gone into injury time here now in uh, Tom Ryle Park in uh, Kilmana there was one uh, junior game played earlier to today I haven't uh, seen any results actually not on the kick any website I think Fresh River played I didn't get a result in that Pat probably has that because Kira Valdoni was at that for us Galmai trying to stay in this game here uh, but Oshin Field he's had a decent game maybe hasn't seen as much oh he's got a, he's got yeah. a frontal challenge there certainly plenty of strong challenges going in here but um, Billy Drennan a chance for him now to uh, pop this ball over the bar all this is going to do is just make the scoreboard look that little bit better. It's five goals and 18 points to Wine Gap. It's 22 points uh, to Galmai. Those goals were the big scores for Wine Gap, and they certainly profited from uh, at least three mistakes. Billy Drennan sending that ball in around the goal area. They're not too, not too easy inside here. Galmai struggling to get the ball as the uh, Wine Gap lads come out with it, and they're popping the ball out the field and uh, moving it up at pace up to this end of the field. This is where the danger is, but this ball is going to be wide. It's a careless ball that's gone wide, and uh, Wine Gap have had quite a lot of wides here today. Again, a short puck out for Galmai. Again, is not getting anywhere here. Again, they, they've just managed to get this from Billy Drennan's shot. He's blocked, but it does. Uh, they do get the ball out. A, a terrible suicide pass. It comes to Niall Walsh. Niall Walsh sends the ball over to the far side of the field uh, to James Power. James Power pops that ball straight over the bar. And again, I'd say if you were counting all the mistakes that were made by Galmai today, Jerry, yeah. it won't make good reading. No, look, I sound like a broken record here, but that came off a mistake again. Um, we had the ball, we coughed it up, and uh, James Power just on the midfield is straight over the bar. Yeah, just wonder where Richie Holland now is getting the extra time. He could nearly do everybody a favour and uh, call the game off now because it's only heading in uh, one direction. Colmai will be happy to have uh, stayed up on top of the table over on this side of the field a long long strike but it goes into uh, Joe Dollar Joe Dollar controls the ball in not a wine gap player in uh, 
30 metres of him as Joe sends that ball out he sends that one that's high it. and with that uh, Richie Holland decide that that's enough that's it and I uh, suppose we won't need to say too long summarising this Jerry. we don't want to be too hard on the Galmai lads but they will be disappointed maybe with some of the defensive mistakes they made conceding the goals and uh, when you have one team getting five goals and another team getting no goals there can only be one winner yeah look at Wayne Gaparel to get the goals today um, and uh, Galmai just have to go back to the drawing board now um, look at you next weekend is off we've had three weekends in a row next weekend is off now to get the injury sorted and uh get the legs a bit uh, rested and get them freshened up Barra Rangers and Emeralds are the last two matches they will be not easy there but uh, there's points on the table for the taking so it's a matter of keeping the heads up and keep keep hurling like uh, there were 22 points scored that's uh, fair old scoring in, uh, in an hour's hurling and uh, there's nothing to be ashamed of unfortunately the five goals um, for Weingap but Weingap were very good and played some clever hurling early on they lost them at Landy but uh, it didn't uh, didn't hold them back in the long run OK Pat that's it 5.19 to 22 points an enjoyable game for both 45 minutes then it went very flat as uh Weingap got those extra couple of goals that really uh, pushed the game beyond Galmai but enjoyable for long periods and uh, we're glad to have brought you this game here uh, from Kilmana courtesy of Michael League Motors John Brennan Machinery JJ Cavan and Sons and Countryside Foods and we'll be back uh, with uh, Talk Sport after 6 o'clock with a round up of all the day but from Jerry and I here in uh, Kilmana it's back to you in the studio OK thanks lads we go straight uh, to the Kells Road and Kieran Nari. Yeah, the last thing you know, Pat was all made for three, and then when he got gone, it was just that Dicks were into the leaves, but then Andy Gatti got over for three. They've done a fierce time of it there on the full forward line to leave it five points to three. Then Shane Stephen got his second point to leave it six points to three before Richie Hogan responded with a free for Dennis Ward to leave six points to four in the 16th minute. Then a great ball into Andy Gaffney from uh, Beijing crosses in in front of Andrew Gaffney. He caught it and turned has done a very good smack finish to leave it one six to four. It's no one six four as well. Just as I'm talking about Andy Gaffney's after getting over three. No scoreboard is shown one six to four. I have it one seven to four, but I, I clarify it anyhow. The rest of half name just to see. Okay, thanks, Kieran. So Dixborough leading there, one seven to four points, and Dixborough playing into the wind in that first half. Munkine, uh, they have beaten Young Ireland's two twenty to fourteen points. We'll check in on the final score. Saint Ma- uh, Saint Patrick's and uh, Kilmacow with Saint Patrick's were well on their way to winning that as well. Sunday music and sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods. Country Style Foods, supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. 518 to 16 it is at the moment. Shane Welch with 3 3 for Tullerone. Bill Gaffney with 4 points. Mossy Keown with 3. Garo Dunn with 1 2. You know, huge scores individually. Yeah. 518 to 16 I knew that was right. Okay, we'll check in with how the Roland Steeg and Carrick Shock are doing and uh, Richie Power. 50 minutes gone here, Pat, and it's, uh, it's Roar and the Steger, 22 points on the scoreboard, which is a great return on a, on a, on a difficult evening. Their shot of 11 with, with roughly 10 minutes to go. Uh, Shane Coogan, what's it like uh, between Clanine and Greg Namana? Score now with about four minutes to go. It's Greg Namana 3.20, Clonine 13 points. All right, Dixborough and O'Loughlin Gales. Uh, it was hotting up nicely, Kieran Nari. Two brilliant scores from Mark Nolan, really showing well for the ball pass in the second half. But a uh, uh, good score by Jordan Malay there to reply for O'Loughlin's pass to leave 117 to 17 for the favour of Dixborough with uh, 20, uh, 53 minutes on the clock. 
Munkainen Liz Downey and Tom O'Hanlon. Yeah, that finished 5.15 to 1.9 in favour of Munkainen. Community Radio Kilkenny City, number one for sport. Okay, and uh, Munkine, they've uh, beaten Young Ireland's 220 to 14 pints. Uh, and out of breath, Tom O'Hanlon is back. And Tom, um, a good win for Munkine, and has, I suppose, laid in the first quarter. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, they had the benefit of a stiff breeze in the first half, and we wondered it was uh, 2-6 in favour of Munkine, 262 pints in favour of Munkine. And um, the game they went into a dull period then for the last 10 minutes of the, of the first half. And it ended two seven to five points. So we were wondering, really, was it enough uh, advantage for Mokai with the strong breeze? What was the started off when following uh, adding that point for Young Ireland to make it two seven to six points? Yeah, the next four points. And the star man on the day, Pat Welch, I haven't his individual score touched up there yet, but it's something like two eleven. I think he got one eleven last week, and uh, he led the charge all day long. Ably assisted in the forwards by Adam Croke who scored a couple of points, but did tremendous work off the ball as well. As did all the forwards on the day, I think uh, that was the main difference compared to the last day. The work rate of the forwards was tremendous. There was a few changes on one kind team since the Muckley game, and they seemed to work out well. Mark Hans went to midfield, and the new man in cornerback, Niall Madden, his first game, I'd say, was well over a year and a half, recovering from a crucial injury there. It was good to see him back. That's Eddie and Willie O'Connor's favourite nephew. And... Um, he did well also in the back Paul Henry was standing game at centre back um, probably wrong to pick out any individuals it was a good team performance on the day and uh, ended with final score coming 220 to 14 points OK thanks Tom and uh, we'll talk to you this evening that's uh, Tom O'Hanlon down there in Park Shamrogue and Munkine winning that 220 to 14 points St. Patrick's Bally Raggett have beaten Kilmacow 123 to 15 and Gal, uh, Winegap have beaten Galmai 519 to 22 points last we heard the Borough were leading Danes Fort 174 to 4 Kieran Nari what's the story yeah there's only been welcome back Pat there's only been two scores since your wait last um, the Colin Fielding chipped over a point there for for uh, Dan's four to leave it one seven to, to six to six points and then um, or sorry one six to five points and then uh, Mark Nolan a free into the corner Mark Nolan got and he t- or Ed Nolan got it and turned and sold it into the twenty one and off the hurdle then he put over the bar then to leave it to leave it one eight to uh, five points at the moment and just as there is another chance of goal here oh, a brilliant save there by Harry Hogan. That's two excellent saves from Paddy Hogan in, in this first half from, from Andy Gaffney that time. So he it deflected out over the bar. So it's one one eight uh, five points at the moment, Pat, here. And we're just gone 26 minutes. Uh, you'd say the Borough are well in control. Uh, they are, Pat. But Dan's fourth have had a lot of shots on goal but haven't converted them. You know, they're after hitting eight wides at least here in the first half. Um, you know, they're trying hard but just struggling a bit up front to get scores and... You know, Richie Hogan's not really in the game at all and um, they're, in fairness, they're, they're probably drawing out a player patch to kind of cope with the pace of Dixborough. But um, yeah, the, Dixborough are, are, the, are in form now. There's a point there now. Is it not another wide for, for Dan's fourth? Uh, Richie Hogan driving that one wide. And I think Pat Richie just needs to be careful. He's getting a small bit frustrated and he had a uh, loose enough belt there on Shane Stapleton that went unknown. So just keep to the hurling and you know there's more league games to come too so it's important 
you know, not to get that, lose any more lads because I know there's a few injuries today the sport team as well. So you need everyone on board. So another point there by Killian Buckley that time uh, passed. So it's one, 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 nine now to, to five points. Okay, what's gone in that now? We have 27 and a half gone past. Okay. So I, there won't be much stoppage time. has been haven't been much injuries or anything or anyone going down so I'd say he'd blow it up sharp enough there on, 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 half, on half past OK we'll check in on half time thanks Kieran. so it's uh, Dixborough leading 1-9 to 5 points against Days Fort and that game out in uh, James Stevens' uh, GA pitch on the Kells Road Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Okay, and uh, just give you the scoreline so far. 2.20 to Moonkine, Young Ireland's 14 points. St. Patrick's Ballyragget, 123. Kilmacow, 15 points. Wine Gap, 5.19. Galmoy, 22 points. And heading towards halftime, Dix were leading Danes Fort, 1.9 to 5 points. In Camogie, Dixborough defeated Piltown 115 to 110. Uh, that was uh, yesterday. And on the James Stevens and Wine Gap finished all level at 114 apiece and uh, then it was uh, 2-6 for uh, Young Ireland's Barrow Rangers paused down 1-8 uh, that was in the Camogie and this morning this, uh, it was O'Loughlin's 12 points Danes Fort 8 points that in intermediate Camogie there so you're up to date there on the score lines OK it's half time out on the Kells Road Kieran Nari. Yeah, welcome back, Pash. Uh, half-time just gone there, so it's uh, 2 10 to 5 pints at half-time here in favour of Dixborough. Last time you were with us, I think it was 1-9 to 5 pints, and since then Andy Gaffney just hit over another free to leave it 1-10 to 5 pints, and then uh, an Andy Gaffney goal then as well. Absolutely brilliant. Switch of play there. Molly Welch crossed the ball into Killian Buckley. Killian Buckley carried it in then and passed the ball off into Andy Gaffney. He just like a big kind of a lob of Paddy Hogan just one touch lobbed it in over him and, uh, into the back of the net Pat. so 2.25 points here and it's going to be a tough second half for Dan Sport with the, especially with the breeze that's here um, you know it's in fairness Dan Sport did have a goal chance there before half time just a mix up in the Dixborough fence the ball broke to Richie Hogan and he pulled on it and went out to the left and also wide and then from the, the referee was getting the advantage and from the resulting three he went for the ball again and the lad stopped it on the on the lane and the referee just threw up the half-time whistle then so I think Spurs full control and probably unlucky not to have it for maybe two goals anyway Pat Money for the kill of Paddy Hogan in the Dan's fourth goal but uh, yes Dan's fourth struggling here Pat and you just have to be impressed with the movement of Dixborough especially in the first half playing against such a strong breeze um, Killian Buckley where is he playing? He's playing half forward um, so he's kind of coming out around midfield and playing, playing, playing very well now he's he's linking up he's linking up with the, the backs very well he's kind of you know, he's popping up with places in space and that so he's doing well there's two points to his name there as well so he's going very well looks to move very well and the game will, game will bring him on as well he'll be sharper for it you know so um, and if Cody then is after coming in a corner back as well obviously he he was a part of Kenny as well he's in for Stephen Darmody and has hurled well enough so far as well so two lads back for for Big Spur and obviously places up for grabs as well lads are trying to nail down places as well Pat so 
but they are moving very well Okay, all right, Kieran. So two ten to Dixborough and uh, there's four to five pints, and uh, that's at half time out there in Park Seamus Stephen on the Kells Road. Community Radio Kilkenny City text line on 086-353-7782 is sponsored by Taxback.com. Taxback.com is a clean tech company. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Okay, and your uh, scorelines to date. Uh, Munkine have beaten Young Ireland's 220 to 14 points. Uh, St. Patrick's Ballyragget have beaten Kilmacow 123 to 15 points. Wine Gap got the better of Galmoy 519 to 22 points. And it's all going Dixborough's way in uh, the senior championship as uh, they lead Danes for 210 to 5 points. In the Women's World Cup final, Spain have beaten England 1-0. And in the English Premier League, Aston Villa are leading Everton 3-0. And a late game coming up there, West Ham against Chelsea. That game is to kick off at 4.30. Uh, plenty of action here locally later on. 4.30, Carrick Shock take on O'Loughlin Gales in Dunhamagan. We'll have updates on that from Richie Power. And uh, also uh, later on, 4 o'clock, it's John Locks against Barrow Rangers. That game is in Bennett's Bridge and uh, John Henriquez is there for Community Radio Kilkenny City. And some... Um, Scorelines in Camogie. Uh, Dixborough beat Piltown 115 to 110 yesterday in the senior Camogie Championship. And uh, also in senior, uh, it was uh, Young Ireland's beating Bar Rangers by single point 26 to 18 in that. Also in senior, James Stevens and Wine Gap finished level at 114 apiece. And then in the intermediate this morning, a win for um, O'Loughlin Gales as they won 12 points. Uh, to Dane's Fort's eight points. All right, after the weekend, uh, the senior hurling, Shamrocks 221, Greg Ballycallan 20 points, Bennett's Bridge 12 points, James Stevens 12 points, Glenmore 117, Aaron Zone 10 points. And uh, that league table now shows Glenmore on top with six points. Then you have uh, three teams on three points, and that's Shamrocks on three points, Bennett's Bridge on three points, and James Stevens on three points. And uh, Greg Ballycallan of two points and Aaron Zone of one point. So that's the league table there. Tullerone 116, uh, Clara 2-8 and O'Loughlin Gales 115, Mulnavat 110. So it's uh, looking like, uh, well, Tullerone of four points uh, from the three games, Clara of two points. O'Loughlin's of four points, Mulnavat of two points and uh, Dixborough and then and uh, Danes Ford playing at the moment. And uh, Dixborough look to be on their way to victory if they do. They have uh, three wins from three, while Danes Fort wouldn't have any win if uh, the score remains the same there. In the intermediate, Liz Downey were 2 12 to 1 13 winners over Conhe Shamrock's the last minute goal there, giving them the victory. The Fenians uh, fought out a hard earned win 12 points to 10 over St. Martin's. And Moonkine, while well, they had a 2 20 to 12 points win today over uh, Young Ireland's. Now, Liz Downey have six points, Conaghy have, uh, or St. Martin's have four points, and uh, Munkine also have four points. Fenians have two points, and Young Ireland's have two, with Conaghy uh, on uh, no points. 
So that's the, that group. Thomastown at 3.21, the Blacks and Whites won six, and uh, Dunhamagan 16 points, the Rory and Steag 14 points. So Thomastown and Dunhamagan have uh, six points each, so they're topping the table there, the two of those. Thomastown probably on scoring difference. Uh, Blacks and Whites have two points, and the Rory and Steag have two points. So, and uh, the game this afternoon then has uh, Carrick Shock in action. And um, Carrick Shock out in any points at the moment when we have a look at uh, that one. And uh, it's, yeah, it's Carrick Shock against the Lachlan Gales. Neither of them have uh, any league points. So, and uh, they meet at 4.30 today in Dunhamagan. So we'll, we'll have a look at that. And uh, some of the... Um, Junior results, a draw between Sleeve Rue and the Emeralds, 3.13 apiece. Tullaher beat Greg Namana, 1.14 to 13. Winegap beat Gallen Moy and St. Pat's beat Kilmacow. So those are the results there from the junior. Uh, we're going hurling out to the Kells Road. It's uh, the uh, St. Cancer's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Championship. Dixborough in control there at half time. 210 to 5 points. Kieran Nari, any improvement for the Black and Amber? No, no improvement, Pat. But not as bad as we would have thought with the uh, Gale Force Breeze, Pat. Dixborough would be playing with in the second half. But uh, 2 12 to 6 here at the moment, Pat. Paddy Hickey got the first score in the second half there. The second point from play. See, it's 2 to 6 in the 22nd minute. Then Mandy Gaffney free to leave it 2 11 to 6 points. And then Ed Nolan got his second point of the day. Then to leave it 2 12 to 6. And just worrying for Dixborough. Andrew Gaffney looks to have rolled his ankle there. Pat going for one of the balls. And I say, I was. The Dix for management now, I take him off rather than, you know, the, the game is more or less over bar, a miracle for day and sport. So I, I take him off and, you know, let him rest up and save him for the next day. But it uh, looks like Harry Shane is warming up there as well, Pat. But uh, there's uh, 40 minutes on and it's uh, 2.12 and 6 and Andrew Gaffney has just come out to take this free distance. He landed one similar from a similar distance there a couple of minutes ago. This one is definitely at the distance, yeah, and he splits the course pack. So it's two, fourteen to six points, and we have uh, 41 minutes left. Right, and Andy Gaffney seemed to be nearly the main man in there. Yeah, any time the ball went in, Pat, he probably should have had the hat trick of goals, only for a brilliant save out of uh, Paddy Hogan in the first half. But he has, yeah, what, what has he there? He is uh, two. 2-7 to his name there 2-2 two, two from play I haven't done for anywhere so yeah 5 points from the freeze so yeah he was he was really had there's there's done under severe pressure there you know um, but hopefully his injury is not too severe he's been struggling the last couple of years which you know the ankle seems to be his problem so hopefully it's not not too major and maybe just a little twist on it or something like that Patrick Okay, thanks, Kieran. That's Kieran Nari there out on the Kells Road and uh, the borough well in control, 213 to six points. They're gone over 40 minutes in that game and the borough playing with the wind in the second half. Wexford County Senior Hurling Final is going ahead down in Wexford Park and it's, uh, is it Navin against uh, Oilgate, Glen Bryan? And uh, they've uh, done the march around and every one of them was, uh, had a... Uh, um, I suppose, I know is it one of their family or whatever walking beside them both teams so that was uh, a little departure I suppose making it a, a big occasion I was just thinking about the championship since the start of the last three weeks or so is there any day we haven't had wind it's uh, just been windy windy playing into the wind or again with the wind or whatever but um, it's just the whole summer has been uh, apart from being wet it's been windy as well uh, so much for 
half the earth burning up. It's certainly not burning up around here. Must have been the coldest, wettest July for a long time. But anyway, that's the way it goes. I suppose it depends on where you are. And uh, 220 to 14 points, Munkine beat Young Ireland's uh, 123 to 15 was a win for St. Pat's against Kilmacow. Uh, Wine Gap beat uh, Galmai 519 to 22 points, and Dixborough looked to be on their way to beating Danes Fourth as the lead 213 to 6 points. Those are score lines from uh, the day so far. And it looked like Aston Villa were well on their way to win over um, Everton. And uh, that was uh, 3-0 uh, when we were last with 4-0. It's uh, now and they're into injury time. So Aston Villa look to be on their way. And the Spanish women have beaten uh, the Lionesses, the English women. Uh, and that's in the World Cup final, the Women's World Cup final, 1-0. So the Locks game is on in Clara. So says Barry Henriquez. We'll, we'll be checking in with that very shortly as well. And uh, that uh, throws in us around the four bells. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, and uh, must be heading towards the last 10 minutes of the game out on the Kells Road, Dixborough against Danes Fort. Uh, Kieran Nari, what's the situation now? Yeah, the last time you were with, it was 2 13 to 6. Then Dixborough have just lost the last four points there. Uh, Killian Buckley, Timmy Stifford on Finley, and one there for Killian as well to leave it. 218 to 6 and then Richie Hogan has just hit over a free there as well Pat to leave it 218 to 7 so then Sport only after hitting over 2 points in the second half one from Paddy Hickey from play and one from Richie Hogan free so a uh, very disappointing second half here Dixborough just made it going for the most then Sport the best in the backs there to keep promotion not any more goal chances than that you know they are working very hard but just really really struggling on the front and uh, the Dixborough half back lane in, well in control there but just as a witness there might be another chance here for Richie Hogan Pat he's coming through with the ball he's well shielded there and uh, three given out against him there so yeah 218 to 7 Pat and we have just 53 minutes left. All right, thanks, Kieran. So the points are going only one way there in that game. So it's uh, Dixborough uh, in control there. Um, now it's uh, John Locks are uh, in action today as well, and uh, we'll be checking in on that game shortly. Start at four o'clock. So John Henrique is there for Community Radio Kilkenny City. Now here's a fella, and he's not sweet sixteen. Was John Henrique as he's watching John Locks taking on Barra Rangers out in Clara. What's the story there, John? Pat, we're in the sixth minute of the first half and Barra Rangers are leading by four points to two. Actually, their last two scores, two superb scores coming from Jack Kelly in midfield. Moss Roach just here now with a shot for the locks just fell into the keeper's hands there Jason Holden who cleared it out the field. But uh, all scores from play so far. Some nice hurling going on. There's a really strong, dirty cross-field win that just isn't helping either team. So... I think we'll see a few wise today, but six minutes into the game, Barrow Rangers leading by four points to two. And who has the breeze? Uh, you say it's kind of cross. If it was favouring anybody, it would be favouring Barrow Rangers. Okay. All right, John, we'll talk to you later okay. on. 
four points to two Barrow Rangers leading there and there's six or seven minutes gone in that at the moment uh, Isleget are ne- leading Nave in a 1-2 to no score and uh, the first score of the game going to Isleget uh, which was a goal and uh, then uh, amazingly shortly after that the um, Nave in a goalkeeper had a short puck out and it was intercepted and he had to make a point blank save as well so anyway Isleget are playing with the breeze of course there's always a breeze down there in Wexford Park but there's a breeze everywhere in every game uh, this we this year so far. The closing stages of the game out on the Kells Road and it's uh, the Borough well in control. Uh, what's the story now, Kieran Nari? Yes, it's uh, 2-17 or the last time we went past 17 to 7 points now it's 2 21 to 9. Uh, I think we're at full control. Three, three and a half points there from Timmy Kickles. One, another one from Aidan Nolan and uh, Maybe a free here from Harry Shine as well, but uh, they, they, or Dennis Ford getting a pint through Richie Hogan free, and then another pint from play from substitute Kira Mullen. Actually, an excellent score. He came up the field and got a great score. Oh, yeah, 221 to 9, flash uh, 59 minutes on the clock, and it's uh, probably just going to be 222 to 9 now because Harry Shine is a 21 right in front of the ball, and uh, he went for the ball, Pat, which crazy decision really at this stage of the game, just tap it over the bar and kind of an unconvincing shot and goal easy enough for Paddy Hogan when you saw what he got to say so far in the game so still 22-21 points back Big uh, in full control you'd be impressed with the second half there from, from the likes of Timmy Clifford and that getting forward Gillian Hackett came in off the bench there as well has had a good good impact as well and uh, Bill Sheen has been popping up but for Dixborough they might be a small bit worried about the activity around their own goal then Porter after having two or three clear goal chances just lacking a bit of conviction in the shots, but uh, that's definitely something Dixborough have to, to look at. But uh, overall, it's pointing second half from, from both teams, you know, just lacking that urgency and of a Kilkenny League Championship game, you know. So, uh, good crowd for the good crowd that was here as well, Pat, just a disappointing game overall. Okay, all right, Kieran, we'll let you text in the final scoreline, but uh, there's uh, the borough going to win that. Thanks, Kieran. That's Kieran Nari there out on the Kells Road. Four pint or three, four points to two. Uh, Bar Rangers leading John Locks there early in the game in that junior game uh, out in Clara. So uh, those are your latest score lines. Country style foods supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, and uh, we're going hurling, and we're heading out to Clara. It's John Locks against Bar Rangers. John Henriques. Pat, how are you? And we're in the 15 minute out here in Clara. Barra Rangers, nine points, John Locks, four points. Really good game. Interestingly enough, we just had our first free of the match. So some good free flow and hurling going on. But about the eight, nine minutes, uh, our Barra Rangers started to take over. Uh, full forward line, winning good ball. Connor Hanlon, Kieran O'Neill, and they seem to be able to work it back out then where Jack Kelly and Carl Person are uh, putting the ball over the bar. Very loose around the midfield and Barrow Rangers are taking advantage of that. But in the 16 minute now, Barrow Rangers 9 points, John Locks 4 points. Okay, thanks John. So uh, Barrow Rangers playing with, uh, if you like, a bit of a crosswind but, uh, and uh, taking full advantage of it. And uh, that's uh, 9 points to 4, the lead against the John Locks. Okay, uh, 222 uh, to... Uh, 11 points and well into injury time in that game uh, in the St. Kansas Credit Union Senior Hurling League Round 1 Dixborough 2.22 days 4 to 11 points 1.6 to 1.3 and Oilgate uh, leading Naveena 1.6 to 1.3 and Oilgate with the wind in that Wexford County Final 
Sunday Music and Sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods. Country Style Foods sponsors Sunday Music and Sport on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Right, John Locks and Barra Rangers is still nine points to four there, 22 minutes gone in that. Full time on the Kells Road, uh, Dixborough 222, uh, Danes 4 to 11 points, and uh, Wine Gap beat Galmai 519 to 22 points. St. Patrick's Bally Ragget were winners over Kilmacow 123 to 15, and Moonkine, they defeated Young Ireland's 220 to 14 points. So those are your score lines all up to date uh, here. Uh, locally and Neavena and uh, Oilgate well it's 17 to 16 now Neavena uh, closing the gap to a single point and they're playing into the wind in that Wexford County final OK from uh, Caledonia we head out to Clara John Henriquez uh, Bar Rangers and John Locks what way is it fairing? Uh, how are you doing? We're into the 27th minute of the first half and Bar Rangers are 9 points John Locks are 6 for quite a bit of all Bar Rangers are after driving few wise there but as I speak they just throw on over the bar to make it 10 points for Bar Rangers well Locks were unlucky Cahill McGrath caught a great ball absolutely rifled the shot which I'd have to say Jason Holden was fortunate he was standing in the right place and it hit off and went out for 65 but Helen actually had a good spell and we, we put two points over the bar and it should have been more really they need to start using their heads to the count that's a bit important close their two Bar Rangers but Three or four points at half time. I think Callan will be happy enough with the win they'll have in the second half. Like I said, cross field breeze here with slightly Okay. All right, John. Uh, it's fading in and out a little bit there, but uh, we got the gist of that. Ten points to Barrow Rangers, six points to John Locks, and there's 27 minutes gone. And now um, we are going to Richie Power. It's Carrick Shock against O'Loughlin's, and that's on in Dunhamagan. And I'm sure there's a breeze there, Richie. As you can see with me, yeah, there is a breeze, there is a breeze, yeah, uh, strong, strong wind. Uh, the game is on uh, two minutes, and Karishok are playing with the wind, but they're after getting off to a tonic start. Uh, Jake DeWire picked the centre forward, but he's on the edge of the square, and he got the first point from play after, in the first minute. And and, he, and then about 30 seconds later, he won a great ball inside on the full, uh, full power line and got in and stuck it in the net. So it's 1-1 one, one to, uh, to Karishok, and... Um, no score to a lock. But like I said, very strong wind blowing down the field pass. And, you know, what kind of a, as many, many scores would you want to be ahead at half time. But anyway, that's another, all you can do is stay holding. But look at this, it's on now three minutes uh, past. And like I say, Karshaka attacking uh, with the wind in their back. And it's 1-1 uh, to no score after uh, just a minute and 58 seconds. All right, thanks, Richie. Uh, so, a uh, tonic start, as they say, for Carrick Shock and Jake Dwyer getting a goal and a point. And uh, they lead O'Loughlin's 1 1 to no score. It's levelled down in Wexford Park in that Wexford County final. John Locks are trailing Barrow Rangers 10 points to 6 as they head towards half time. Carrick Shock getting off to a tonic start against O'Loughlin's 1 1 to no score in the opening couple of minutes. They're playing with the wind. We're heading out to Clara, see what the score line is there between Barrow Rangers. Rangers and John Locks, uh, John Henriques. Ah, hello. From Sarah here, it's half time. Barrow Rangers are leading John Locks on a score of 10 points to six. 
not a bad half a hurling. Nasty wind, like I said before, but a good half a hurling. Very good. And uh, John Locks to play with the wind in the second half. Yeah, I think we'd be happy enough going in with just four points down. It's a very strong wind going across the, the field now. You'd hope they'd take advantage of it. Um, Paul, Barrow Rangers started the first half very well. Great points from play coming from Jack Kelly. Like I said, the full forward line seemed to be winning good ball and working it back out the field to Cahal Purcell and Jack Kelly who were scoring for them. It looked to me then that Barrow Rangers put a sweeper in. Uh, number two, Evan Rudkin seems to have started playing sweeper. I don't know who they moved back, but that's where on top in a very loose midfield. And since they put the sweeper back, seemed to give the Callan lads an opportunity to get up the field, which they did. Uh, chief score, as always, for Callan Rainberg and superb from freeze and play. Tomas Roach and Adam O'Sullivan, the young Callan starting to come into the game then and do very well starting to move the ball around. Interesting game here at halftime now. This could go either way. Uh, Barra Rangers 10 points, John Locke 6. Thanks, John. And we're heading off to uh, Dunhamagan. Have Carrick Shock built on that early lead, Richie Power? Not really, not really. Uh, it was 1 1 to no score when you were with me last. But, uh, then Devin Welsh uh, got a long, a free, a good bit out, and he nailed it, and, and uh, that made it 1 1 to a pint. Then Devin Welsh uh, got onto a breaking ball on the, on the Kalshock half back line and got in and, and scored a pint from play to make it 1 1 to 2. Fergal Breen got a brilliant pint up the far sideline to level it at 1 1 to 4 pints. But John Power. Playing full back on on uh, Gary Kelly, and um, he's up to he's up to from the full back line, halfway between the full back line and the half back line. He's up to get two monster points to push Carry Shock one three to five points up after after twelve minutes. But I'll just tell you Pat how strong that wind is because he was able to over a hundred a hundred meters out when he struck the struck the ball. So Carry Shock need to get some some more scores on this board. But you know they're they're holding well enough. Had have had a few wides, but. Well, it's a, it's a good, lively game, and 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 it's up and down the field, and some good scores being got, uh, Pat. But like I said, it's it's what, twelve, nearly thirteen minutes into the game now, and it's uh, one three to five points. And uh, if you want to stay with me, Pat? Terry Shock have just won a won a free near near enough to where I'm standing. So if you want to, to just uh, hang in, hang in there for a minute, we'll just see what will happen here. Definitely will, yeah. Yeah, Fergal, um, while, while I'm waiting for the free to be taken, uh, Declan Murphy brought up a very good save for a lock just before he came over to me. It was a, a well-worked ball down through the middle, and Owen Crowley, he had a shot at goal, but he, the goal, he was well up for it and brought off a great save. Uh, yeah, Jamie Powers just after taking that free pad, so it's... Uh, it's 1-4 now to 5 pints after 13 minutes OK thanks Richie so uh, 1-4 to 5 pints Carrick Shock leading O'Loughlin Gales after they're getting a tonic start of a goal and a pint from um, uh, in, in, in Jake Dwyer in the, the first couple of minutes and uh, O'Loughlin's hurling their way into the game but uh, they trail by 2 pints Carrick Shock 1-4 O'Loughlin's 5 pints and John Locks and Bar Rangers Bar Rangers 10 pints to 6 up in that one so so uh, there you are. That's uh, score lines at the moment. One eight apiece in the Wexford County final. Islegate and Navena. Islegate played with the wind in the first half. Sunday Music and Sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods. Country Style Foods supporting Community Radio Kilkenny City. Okay, the Wexford County final and the first 
score of the game in that was a goal for uh, Oilgate and uh, that came in the first minute well another goal came in the first 30 seconds for them in the second half long ball in and uh, the uh, full forward got uh, to flick it and uh, flicked it into the net then uh, past the goalkeeper so the lead 2-8 to 1-8 uh, down there in Wexford Park Carrick Shocker 1-4 to 5 up against O'Loughlin Gales 14 minutes gone in that and uh, Barrow Rangers 10 points to 6 against John Locks and uh, that's at half time in that one so um, score lines too in soccer well um, hmm. Jim's treble uh, I think it may have gone by the wayside because of a draw yesterday or whatever but anyway uh, it's not uh, looking any better today because West Ham are 1-0 up on Chelsea and uh, we need Chelsea to win that one away from home that was part of the job anyway uh, Aston Villa beat Everton 4-0 earlier in the in the day and uh, the Women's World Cup final has gone to Spain they beat uh, the uh, English, England uh, by one goal to nil so they have taken the title there uh, those are the score lines you have at the moment OK we're heading off uh, to Dunhamag and Carrick Shock against O'Loughlin Gales uh, Richie Power yeah just um, 24 minutes gone here Pat and uh, it's Carrick Shock 1-8 uh, O'Loughlin 7 points Carrick Shock got two great points from, uh, from John Power as I was saying when you were with it the last time and uh, then they won three great threes and uh, they were converted by Jamie Powers so that kind of put them in a, in a good position of, uh, they were one six to, to four points up and looked like they were going to drive on but uh, Kevin Murphy at number 15 for O'Loughlin he was popping up with two very very good points from play to, to pull uh, O'Loughlin's out to seven points but just as you were coming to me Terry Shock did get a score there uh, past, I'm not sure who got it but as I you know, as I speak, I'm 25 minutes gone. It's one eight. I shot seven points to uh, O'Loughlin. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Richie. One eight seven points. Uh, Carrick Shock leading there. We're heading off out to Clara. John Locks against the Barra Rangers. Uh, John Henriquez. Ah, how are you? Um, left you at half time. Barra Rangers. I think it was ten points to six, and I'd imagine Callum were quite happy and looking forward to the second half. And I thought they'd come out and push on after throwing their way back into a game that could have gone away from them, but they didn't. It was Barra Rangers who came out of the traps in the second half. Callum actually had a good chance for a goal. Colin McGrath again caught a great ball, just couldn't get the shot off. But uh, Jack Kelly for Barra Rangers went off. We don't know why. He must be injured. But Noah Scully came on, gathered the ball about 40 yards out, ran straight to the goal and roofed it in the back of the net. So we're into the 15 minutes of the second half now. It's Barra Rangers 115, John Locks of Callan 8 points. And really, at this moment, it's Barra Rangers, who we could say would be... The likely winners of this game. It's just not happening for them at the moment. Okay, all right, John. So 115 to 8 points, and are midway through the second half. The Bar Rangers taking control there in the third quarter. Carrick Shock 1 8 to 7 points up after 25 minutes, heading towards half time in that one. We'll have a half time update on for you in a little while. And uh, Navena have gone ahead against uh, Oilgate in the uh, Wexford County final. Uh, that's 113 to Navena, 2 9 
uh, to Islegate and uh, so they're what 43 minutes into the game there in uh, that so they're into the second half halfway through the second half in that one and uh, just to recap on some of the score lines today a 2.20 for Moonkine Young Ireland's 14 points 1.23 for St. Patrick's Bally Ragged Kilmacow 15 points Wine Gap 5.19 Galmai 22 points and uh, Dixborough 2.22 Dane's Fort, 11 points. Those are the score lines from earlier in the day. The Voice of the Black and Amber. Community Radio, Kilkenny City. 88.7 FM. Okay, and we're heading back uh, to Donamagan. It's uh, Carrick Shock against the Lachlan Gales. Should be half time there. Richie Bauer. Yes, Pat, it's half time here. Probably the, the last couple of minutes, 14, I've gone to the dressing room and the score at half time is uh, Carrick Shock 2-10 uh, and uh, Lachlan's 1-8. A good, lively, intermediate game here, and uh, we're after being after getting a couple of great goals. Actually, the three goals we got were very, very well worked goals, Pat. And uh, Jake DeWire is having a very, very good game for Karishok uh, on the edge of the square. And uh, he, he scored one, two from play, and he made, uh, he made the second goal for Kevin Farrell. And that put Karishok into, uh, into an eight point lead. And uh, you know, they were in a good position, but two players that have caught my eye for a lot is, is Fergal Brennan. Uh, he wasn't down to start at number 18 and Kevin Murphy at 15 and, and both of them have, have really brought uh, a lot back into this game uh, Kevin Brennan would 1-2 from play and Fergal, uh, Fergal Brennan actually um, laid on the goal for, for uh, Kevin Murphy so everything to play for here Pat it's, uh, like I said the wind is strong and if Karashok are going to get anything out of this game they're going to need a massive second half a real big uh, you know Work rate second half uh, because I could see O'Loughlin going one route to goal when you have a guy at six foot six uh, playing. He probably will uh, stand on the edge of the square. I would imagine from the start of the second half. So I could see O'Loughlin going one route and that's right in on the edge of the square. So big, big, uh, big, big second second half you now from Carry Shockwood. Everything to play for here. Two tenths of Carry Shock, one eight to O'Loughlin. Thanks for that, Richie, and we look forward to a good second half. 2.14 to 2.9, and uh, Navain are leading there in uh, that uh, Wexford County final. 1.15 to 8 points, Barrow Rangers lead John Locks halfway through the second half. Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Kavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. Well, uh, halfway through the second half, Bar Rangers were 115 to 8 points ahead against uh, John Locks. John Henriquez, has it anything happened for your beloved John Locks since... Nothing happened to the beloved John Locks, Pat, but Barrow Rangers, just another point gone over the bar there now, another point from Colin Porcel, a good score. We're 26 minutes into the second half and Barrow Rangers now lead 217 to 12 points. Uh, I get like the first half pretty much, Barrow Rangers did all the hurling first 15 minutes of the second half. The Locks kind of made a bit of a burst and some lights around and started getting some ball in, but we missed some chances and an awful defensive error then led to Barrow Rangers' second goal so effectively as the contest finished the game. 
We're into the 27th minute now, and like I said, Barry Rangers 217, John Locks 12 points. Okay, thanks, John, and we'll check in with you for the full time on that. So, 217 to 12 points for Barry Rangers. Uh, 210 for Carrick Shock, 18 for O'Loughlin Gales. That was at half time, and uh, they'll probably be getting underway now in the, out there in Dunhamag, and we'll check in on that. Neavena look to be on their way to uh, the Wexford Senior Hurling County title. 217 to 210, the lead against Oilgate, Glen Bryan in Wexford Park. Okay, uh, off to Donna Carrick Shock, and O'Loughlin Gales. Richie Power, you're into the second half. We're into the second half, Pat. We're four minutes into the second half, and, and O'Loughlin's are up to start uh, really, really well in the second half. They have points from Alex Sheridan in the first minute, then late in the second minute, and I think that Kevin Murphy got the, got the last one, so it's 210 to 111. And uh, a good ball in out to uh, Kevin Power in, in the corner. He's up to win the position. He's gone for score. No, it's a free out. Uh, there was a carry shot man in the square, Pat. So, uh, five minutes into the second half. And like I said, Lockheed has done very, very well. And it's 210 to carry shot, 111 to a lock. All right, thanks, Richie. Two ten, one eleven. So the first three points there going to O'Loughlin's and uh, that bringing them uh, right back into it. Two seventeen to two twelve, and they're just nearly two minutes into injury time in that um, Wexford County final, and it looks like Saint Enda's or Saint Aidan's are going to win it out, and uh, it's just time running out on. Uh, Oilgate Glen Bryan. Okay, uh, two ten to one eleven. That was uh, the latest score between Carry Shock and O'Loughlin Gales. And uh, on the point of full time, it's uh, Bar Rangers two eighteen, John Locks one twelve. So we can take that. Uh, that's a win for Bar Rangers in that one. Okay, and we're heading back out to Donnemagan. It's Carry Shock against O'Loughlin Gales. The game was tightening up when we were last there. How's it now, Richie? Yeah, it's all right. on a knife edge here, pass after the 42 minutes gone in this game, and it's a lock in 310, carry shot 214, a lock has gone into a one point lead. Um, since you were with me last, uh, we were after having <laughs> uh, plenty of excitement, and uh, like I said, locked us after the second half very, very well. But carry shot kind of walked away back into the game and got a couple of scores, and Jake DeWire, who's having a fine game for carry shot, he won, um, he won a ball out in the corner, and he walked his way in, and he, and he, he, um, Laid it off to Jamie Power. Jamie Power laid it back to the, to um, to Jake DeWire. And Jake got a lovely pass to Keon Conway. And Keon put it in the corner of the net and took a big, big score. But right from the start, uh, they got a real soft goal of Lockland's. A ball that our goalie had 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 under control and somehow just uh, lost control of it. And uh, it was a real, real easy goal for Lockland's. Your man has left all on his own. He just tapped it into an empty net. And it's a massive score in this game now because it's so tight. And... O'Loughlin's then came back. Evan Welsh, who's having a right good game for O'Loughlin's in the middle of the field. Um, he got the point to put him a pint up. And um, like I said, everything to play for now, Pat. If you want to stay with me, Ben Layden is after winning a ball here. And uh, I'd say that one has gone wide. It has gone wide. So, Pat, 44 minutes gone. There's a pint in it, and O'Loughlin's had the advantage. So, the scoreline then is O'Loughlin's. O'Loughlin's. 214, sorry, my apologies, Pat. Uh, uh, Lockton's at 214, it's 20 points. Harry Shock at 310. 310. Grand job. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Richie. 
That's uh, Richie Power there, 214 to O'Loughlin's, 310 to uh, Carrick Shock. So um, there's one pint in it there, and they're hitting the three quarter stage, as they say. John May, how are you, John? I'm good, Pat. How are you? What have we on the menu? Oh, well, the big menu at the moment is the World Championships in Budapest. Uh, Casey H is interested in it, unfortunately. Hasn't happened this year. Cleaner Manning was selected, but uh, was not able to attend due to a, a calf injury. She just she sustained in national championships but uh, had she attended she would have been uh, on track or certainly contending to be on track last night for the mixed 4x400 relay team and Ireland's had a really good championships the high performance director in in Irish athletics is a guy called Paul McNamara and he said on the way out that that the aim at the world championships was to have 9 athletes out of the 24 that they were bringing on the team in the top 24 in the world so obviously a big place the world um, I think his, 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 his prediction of 90s he's probably not far off getting to 9 already uh, the big highlights for Ireland there yesterday anyway was the 4x400 relay team mixed relay team two men two women they generally run uh, male female male female and I suppose the, the, the accepted wisdom at this stage now that particular event has now gone into its fourth world championships but the accepted wisdom is that you might run your strongest man first and your strongest woman last. And the strongest woman in particular, Charlene Maudley from Newport and County Tipperary. She has had an incredible championships. And uh, so Ireland were in the semi-final first yesterday morning. They were sixth going into the going into the final changeover. Three to qualify from the semi-final plus two fastest, uh, two fastest qualifiers. And Charlene Maudley managed to pull Ireland back into fourth place and Ireland's Week through has the eighth team into an eight team final. It's their third global final in a row, which is an incredible record. It just shows the depth of Irish sprinting at the moment is really improving. And you've got to remember this is all happening without using Rashida Adeleke, who's the uh, the girl from Tala, who's lighting up the 400 meter circuit at the moment. Team ran last night in the final. It was extremely high drama. It was a great night of athletics last night in the telly. And uh, the the American team had set their stall out and had said publicly they were looking to break the world record no matter what in this particular event. Didn't look like they were going to do it. The Dutch were leading going out on the last leg and they, the last runner for the Dutch was a, a Dutch athlete called Femke Ball. And Femke Ball is a 400-meter hurdler. She's probably the second-best 400-meter hurdler in the world. And uh, and that's behind a woman called Sydney McLaughlin, who's the world 400-meter record holder so she's a pretty talented athlete Femke Ball anyway look it up if you, if you see the finish with about 6-7 metres to the finish line Femke Ball still leading under huge pressure from the American runner Jones she trips falls and the relay baton falls over the finish line so even though she bounces up as quick as she can she gets over the line and she would have got over the line third she had no baton in her hand the baton had already crossed the finish line and the Dutch were disqualified in the middle of all that excitement, Charlene Maudley had run another cracker of a fourth leg and Ireland finished sixth. And the big news for us here in Kilkenny is that that sixth place more than likely means, considering the qualification period for the Paris Olympics is already open, that Ireland are almost certain to be in the top 16 teams when it comes to the Paris Olympics next year. And Cleena Manning, of course, in Kilkenny City Harriers is somebody who will be contending for a place on that mixed relay team. So, good news for Ireland last night. The other big drama then last night was Chiffin... Stefan Hassan, who runs for Holland or for the Netherlands as well, she also, leading the 10,000 metres coming up the home straight, she tripped and fell. So the Dutch ended up last night losing two gold medals. 
within the last 50 metres of both their respective races. So very, very exciting night on the track. The men's 100 metres is coming up here at uh, just after 6 o'clock this evening. And Noah Lyles from the United States and Chris Coleman will probably go in as the two favourites. There's a Jamaican runner there. Uh, I can't think of his first name now. His second name is Phillips. And uh, there's going to be a right dust up here. There was an American guy, Fred Curley. He's the defending champion. He has gone out in the semi-finals. So big drama there earlier on this evening in the 100 metres. The men's 10,000 metres is on at the moment. And uh, other Irish interest today has been in the 1,500 metres where Kira McGean has run an absolute cracker of a, of a semi-final and has qualified. And Kira will contend for a medal on Tuesday night. And then Sarah Healy and Sophie O'Sullivan. Sophie O'Sullivan is the daughter of Sonia O'Sullivan. They both ran. Sophie went out in the preliminary heats, but ran 4.02, a big PB. 4.02 for 1,500 metres, pretty fast. And she has qualified for the Olympics next year. And Sarah Healy from uh, Dublin. Sarah Healy broke. She ran broke four minutes in the semi-final. It wasn't good enough to qualify her. But again, this is at a world stage and so she's also qualified for the Olympics lots and lots of other Irish interests so far Charlene Maudley this morning and Rashida Adelake in the 400 metre heats they both made it through to the semi-finals and Rashida Adelake is going to go very close to getting a medal in this particular championship so it's uh, it's worth watching that she's kind of starting to emerge as not just an Irish star but a world star and uh, it's hard to remember that she's only she's only just 20 years old but even the way the heats went this morning, and again, this is World Championship. It's the highest, highest possible caliber. Uh, there's a couple of our big, big contenders that she went out and haven't even made it into the semi-final. So she's in the semi-final. She won her heat probably pretty easy. She ran 50.8 seconds, and she said it was one of the most comfortable 50.8 second runs she's ever had. So uh, interesting to see how it all goes, and it's, it's brilliant for athletics fans at the moment. I know there can be a bit of giving out. I know the local GA scene is thriving, but... Uh, you know, when we get the telly to ourselves a little bit, well, us athletics people were just delighted. So uh, it's well worth tuning in every evening there because there's some real high class stuff for people to watch. All right, John, thanks. Thanks again, Pat. We'll talk to you next week. A great job. That's John May with the athletics. On out to Donna Magan now and Richie Power. Yeah, Pat, this game is really, really in the middle, Pat. Uh, we're swat. Six minutes to go, Kerry Shockster, thanks off. Our man of the match, Jake DeWay, got onto a great ball and uh, and um, and got in for a goal, which was a big, big, uh, big score for Kerry Shaw. But um, Lockins they're tipping away and they're getting points. There is their number 17 is, is uh, playing very, very well for him. Uh, if you stay with me now, I'll tell you who it is. It's Alex Sheridan. He's having a right good second half. He's after getting uh, two uh, two points from play. And um, Evan Welsh, who, who to me would be a lot of man of the match, he's very, very good in the middle of the field. And he's after doing a lot of damage to Kerry Shaw. Would like what, five minutes to go, plus probably one or two uh, minutes of injury time, maybe more. Pat, stay with me now. It's a free for uh, O'Loughlin's, uh, roughly just at the O'Loughlin's side of the centre field. It's still with the wind behind him, and it's their goalie, uh, Declan Murphy, who has come out to take it. So if, he, if he's able to put this over the bar, it'll be all square with five minutes to go. And it's on its way. Yeah, it's over the bar, Pat. So it's, uh, it's 2.17 to 4.11. 55 minutes gone on the clock. OK, we'll be back to you for the closing stages there, Richie. So it's 2.17 to 4.11, dead level there in Dunhamagan. Carry Shock and O'Loughlin Gales. Uh, that's uh, the latest there. 
Championship Hurling on Community Radio Kilkenny City is sponsored by John Brennan Machinery, Country Style Foods, Michael Ling Motors and JJ Cavanagh Bus. Community Radio Kilkenny City, for the people, by the people. All right, they're into the closing stages now in that game in Dunhamagan, Carrick Shock against O'Loughlin Gales. Richie Power. Yeah, it's um, 61 minutes gone, uh, Pat, and Jamie Powers, after putting a 65 over the bar uh, in the 61st minute, has pushed Carrick Shock a pint ahead. 413 to 218 is the score. Uh, for a neutral, this is a, this is a really, really enjoyable game. But like, when you're uh, supporting the team, it's very nerve wracking. Uh, but you should stay with me now. It's a melee down. And Joseph Elbert, who's only, oh, I was just going to say, he's only 17 years of age. He came out with the ball and hand passed it straight to a Loctus man, but it's gone down into the far corner. It looks like Ben Layton could be on the ball. Cody Lamb is around him. Sean Moore, Sean Moore has one possession. He threw it up. He was blocked down. Everyone were fighting for this now, Pat. It's a big, big win. If Kelly Shock would win this ball and get it up the field, it might be just enough to get him over the line. But it's staying, mate, at the far side of the field. And it's, She's after to stop a little bit. She's after coming up and uh, gone over the line. It's a line ball. I thought it was for O'Loughlin's pass, but the linesman obviously it must have gone off O'Loughlin's hole. It's uh, Kerry Shock getting the the umpire's decision. So it's a line ball for Kerry Shock, and there's uh, 22 minutes and 10 seconds gone on the clock. But a right entertaining game, Pat. Like we have what we have six goals in this game, and I have to say. The six of them have been taken very, very well in tight situations and just put away very well. Now, there was one, one, one goal at one right at the four or, or the six that was a bit on the soft side. But other than that, now, a really entertaining game. Uh, Shock are still in possession. Sean Moore is after clearing it. It's, 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 it's on the Kershock half forward line. Um, Lockers have one possession, but they're after being blocked down. And after hitting it, a brilliant ball to Sean Gray. And Sean Grayson have begun a tremendous score off the sideline. And that puts Kerry Shock 4-14 to 2-18 ahead. But O'Loughlin's have taken a quick puck out, Pat. Obviously, this is going to land down on top of Gary Kelly. And that's exactly what's happened. It's right on the edge of the square. But Party Lannan, who's up to have a great, a great second half. The final whistle is Kerry Shock have a two-point uh, lead, Pat, on the scoreline of 4-14 to 2-18. All right, you can re- you can relax a little bit now, uh, Richie. There's a drink I want, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> we let you off for the pint of milk, so thanks. <laughs> All right, Pat. Thanks, Richie. Four fourteen to two eighteen. Uh, so Carry Shock have got there by the skin of their teeth, and uh, uh, much to the relief there of Richie Power. Okay, so John Locks and uh, Bar Rangers. Bar Rangers won that two eighteen to one twelve, and uh, Carrick Shock uh, they have won four fourteen to two eighteen. So those are the games, uh, the late games today, the earlier games today. Well, uh, there was a big win for um, St. Lactons over Piltown. Uh, that was. Uh, um, a very comprehensive win in the finish uh, for them. Uh, it was what was it? Um, uh, I haven't got it there in front of me. But anyway, the one by by but with a bit to spare. Um, Moonkind beat Young Ireland's two twenty to fourteen points. St Patrick's Ballyragget defeated Kilmacow one twenty three to fifteen points. Winegap were five nineteen to twenty two point winners over Galmai and Dixborough beat uh, Danes four two twenty two. To 11 points. Uh, Bar Rangers 218, John Locks 112, and 
Carrick Shock 414 O'Loughlin Gales 218 so those are your score lines in Gaelic games and St uh, Aidan's have won the Wexford County Final to beat Oilgate Glen Bryan Sunday Music and Sport is sponsored by Country Style Foods 